7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! A little late, but we can do it. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And I would like to introduce my co-host in a special way, because there's a reason why I'm a little bit late. It's because... I was talking to Kenny Pick Sr. on the phone in his new hospital room, and while I was doing so, I thought I had everything set up, but I was like, shit, I didn't reboot my computer. So if I didn't reboot, we would have had probably a bunch of different problems. But while I was talking to Dad, uh, Dad told me that Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, has the right idea. Do not make somebody who just had heart surgery laugh. Do not. Yeah. Aww. So I know this from experience not mine but many many friends but i told dad exactly what you told me earlier joe uh because you had a family member who had surgery and you said don't mm-hmm. make me and they, they said don't make me laugh and i told him that and he laughed so oh no uh, <laughs> not not real hard not you know, real the best hard laid plans of mice and men you know what they say yeah yeah and i also told him that uh just a few few short minutes ago uh that you were keeping uh you had a placeholder for him in the chat room as well and kenny pick senior also said say hello to my daughter rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc the beltway oh, bureau man see now i'm gonna i'm serious oh. <laughs> So, yeah, so he said, say hi to my I daughter, Rain. I am a little Rain. Ex- right now. He said that those were his exact words. So, oh, I uh, just tell him I love him. Yeah, uh-huh. it, I, I told him that everybody was wishing him well, and he wanted me to say hi to everybody, and he said he'll be back as, as soon as he can. So, uh, and also, since he came through the surgery, shh, hopefully he won't listen to the podcast, since he came through the surgery with Flying Colors, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to break into his house, um, and I'm going to get things in better shape for him for when he goes home, because that's not going to be for a while, because he can't, when he gets out, he's going to... He's going to be staying with his girlfriend for a while, but he needs 24-hour supervision, so there's going to be a point in time where he'll probably have to do some kind of assisted living thing, um, and then, you know, until he's 100%. But, you know, it's the the surgery. I mean, the worst part of it is if anybody has ever had a broken rib or a bruised rib or anything like that, that's the worst, you know, and Dad has breathing issues as it is, so... um, so that's the that's where all the pain's coming from. But he said he's on better pain meds right now, and they gave him some steroids to help with his breathing, and gave him a breathing treatment, and had him do some breathing exercises because uh, they got him up. And the nurse was surprised how quick he shot out of bed when he got up, and she's like, "Take it easy." And basically, he got up so fast he almost passed out. 
So, <laughs> so, but there, you know, so he, he's got the energy to get up and the will. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a matter of a, a combination of pain and the breathing and everything. But since he came through the surgery with flying colors, um, I'm buying him a mother loving laptop. So actually a father, father loving laptop. Um, All right. Because, uh, you know, then he can, you know, because he's always talked about, he, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, I think I really want a laptop. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, now I know what to get you for Father's Day. And then I was like, yeah, not Father's Day, whatever, President's Day. MLK Day. MLK Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. I could actually, we could go out and buy him one if, if the, we're supposed to get about a foot of snow here. So um, we might be able to go out and buy him one this weekend. So, um, but, uh, it makes me happy to hear that he's got, um, good spirits. Yeah. Yeah. And I tested him right off, um, when, because I, I was, I was by myself at the hospital waiting for him to come through the surgery on Wednesday. Um, and, and it's not anybody's fault. It's not, you know, it's like my parents are divorced. They're not in each other's lives. Um, I wouldn't expect dad to be at the hospital for mom. I wouldn't expect mom to be at the hospital for dad. My sister's in Virginia. My nieces and nephews are in Virginia and all of his, uh, aunts, uncles, and cousins and everything are scattered all over the place. And there's other family members. We just, you know, through history of kind of not, we don't speak to them. So, um, but, and Susan can't go to certain areas of the hospital because of uh, her, she has something called sarcoidosis that affects her lungs, and she cannot get the flu. Um, so, so, and and they're warning people in just about every area of the hospital: don't come here if you're worried about getting the flu. But there's no, they have nobody who has the flu on Dad's current level. So, you know, current unit, which is the progressive cardiac care unit. Um. Cardiac, cardiac. Did I say cardiac? Cardiac. <laughs> Cardiovascular. You just invented a, a new name. Yeah, yeah. A new medical Progressive, term, progressive cardiovascular like care unit. And they have no infections there, so Susan will be able to go down either Sunday or Monday whenever, um, you know, we figure out the roads are good enough. So so that's the update uh, right there. But I was, I, I'll tell you what, sitting in the hospital by yourself waiting for somebody to come out of surgery uh yeah it's it's tough it's tough you know um because you know it's uh, uh um you know it's tough i can't say anything else but you know not nearly well, as tough if you're as sitting there you i'm sure you were sitting there with just your thoughts and my phone and, and a copy yeah. of and a copy of wired and then i immediately went and washed my hands after reading it so uh. Uh, and it was funny because really, the wi- really wish we could have been there. Well, the I wire wish you didn't live six and a half <laughs> yeah, hours away. It is what it is, but you know, uh, but the Wired magazine actually had an article about how QAnon got started, so that was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, in in some asshole, oh, some asshole tore the 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 strip on the cologne sample open in the magazine. It's like. Ugh. God oh, God damn it. Well, do, why did it I, stop doing cologne samples in fucking magazines? It's disgusting. I can't believe that's still a thing. Yeah, and it had Johnny Depp on it. And it's like, eh, best, oh. spokes, bo- best spokesperson at this point. Mm. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, then there's a then there was one with Bill Cosby on it. Oh my God, no. Oh dear. Um, oh my. Was it Puddin' Pop Cologne? Oh God Almighty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I. I I don't know. I wish I, I. Why can't I remember what it was called? Why can't I remember? That's my favorite new audio clip. <laughs> was it? Is it complicit? Oh, it could be. I have Ivanka. And I. We didn't even get a chance to test. You guys can hear the sounds, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. okay. I just wanted to make sure. Every once in a while, I do a, a quick check. So. Um, and Francie says, been there, Kenny Pick. I was a wreck until Michael was out of surgery. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I was Mr. Stiff Upper Lip. Basically, I went in there, I went to where he was, and I got his belongings, and they gave me a locker, and I put the stuff in the locker. Then I found out where he was going after I talked to the surgeon, and I went up to uh, the waiting room outside of the place he was before he got transferred this morning, uh, which was the, I've forgotten already. Um, but, uh, it, it's the post-surgery for cardiovascular stuff. I mean, there's so many abbreviations and stuff, you know, um, you know, whatever, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, I'm feeling a lot better, especially after talking to him today. He's like, find out what painkillers they put me on today. Cause I like this stuff. Um, because they, I, I guess they were, they really weren't giving them very good painkillers for the. You know, because I mean, I would think that you would need some pretty solid painkillers after they they re you know cut your you know rib cage open and wire it back together, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. I, yes. I mean, you should have heard me after I had bruised ribs from going snow snow blading. Snow blading. Snow blading or snowboarding. Snow blading. It's it's like skiing with shorter skis and no poles. Oh, that sounds very yeah. safe and that sounds many, crazy. How many? How many? How many? <laughs> that sounds nuts. Real, real, uh, real quick uh, uh, trivia question for you: uh, How many times do you think I went after I went the first time? Once. Um, Never. Oh, none. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. <Yeah>. Zero. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So come on. Where's did my you fall? Where's did you fall? Room? I, I uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, here you go. Uh, Zero. I what? Yes, I did fall. I was I was doing good. I was doing good. Um, and I, I got down this hill, but then I did a turn, um, about halfway down the hill, and I tried to dig my blades into the snow because I got the hang of it pretty quick. I tried to dig my blades into the snow, but it was all packed down and icy. So when I tried to do the turn on that ice, my skis, you know, my the snow blades just shot my legs right out. And when I went down, I made a fist and my fist hit the ground, you know, because I can I can fall okay. But I was falling so fast, I, I landed with my fist and then my chest went down and basically I punched my chest with my fist in the ground. You punched yourself. Yeah, basically, you know, my fist was stationary. I mean, my fist hit the ground first, and then my chest went into my fist. So, Can I ask you something? Yeah. Did, did you pay for this? Did you yeah, pay we pay, Yeah, we paid for it. Susan's birth mom might have oh. paid for it, too. I don't know, oh. you know. So, oh, so you paid to punch yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. pretty much. 
pretty Basically, much. you paid to punch yourself in the chest. Yeah. So, You're smart. You're smart. And, and, <laughs> You're smart. Uh, Not dumb. I'm smart. You're smart. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Aww. but you know, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know how I was talked into doing this. I, I really don't know how I was talked into doing this. Uh, you know. Uh, Why can't I remember? So. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. It doesn't sound like a Kenny Pick thing. No, it's a sports ball kind of thing with blades. <laughs> this is true. And I without a ball and with a blade. Yeah. It's like a, a ballless sports ball. With a yeah. blade, and and a fall and a punch in the chest, and but I would that breathe. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would. How much does that cost? Uh, well, I'm sorry. Like I might try that. How much does that cost? So to punch yourself in the chest and get hurt. Obama was president too. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, take, I'm fascinated it, with this. Did you take lessons? Uh, I started out like on a bunny hill. They weren't real, real steep hills. They were, you know, it was like, you know, they they were, they were hills. They weren't huge. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, we really judging. I'm just really shocked about this. Did they make you wear that bunny suit? The one with the little no, no, little faces on the feet and stuff. I don't remember. What's what's a bunny hill? Why can't I remember? <laughs> a bunny, a bunny. Joe, have you ever gone skiing? Uh, in my, in my brain. Yeah, I, I used to. I used to ski. I w- I used to be a big skier, and a bunny oh. hill is like the. It's the beginner hill. It's the beginner hill, and my, my first oh, husband. Okay. We would go skiing a lot, and I would take lessons because that's how I kind of. And that's why I asked that question. I took lessons because I wanted to know the basics before you know I went out there and kind of thought I was all badass. And my my first husband, he didn't want to take lessons. And we, so there's like there's green. I can't remember all the trails, but it was it's like color coded. And I remember at one point we were I think we were up at um, Lake Placid, and I remember telling him I don't know if you and I together should go up on this trail. Mm. And he wanted to go, and he sort of went off like the trail area part. He went a little bit too close to the pine trees. Oh. And oh. he he he, he, did, he did a he did a sunny to your share. He see you <laughs> see I swear to God he did. He hit the pine tree and then he sunk four feet into the snow. All I could see was his chest chest and shoulders. It was like, oh okay, now what do I do? <laughs> get a winch. Uh, yeah, winch. <laughs> no, we and had a rope. to we had to get somebody from the um. The, I can't. We had to get somebody to come. Pull him yes. out. Ski patrol. Ski patrol. No, this is this is something. Susan. Susan Joyce. So I do Su- have a sunny story. <laughs> well, well, Su- Susan Joyce uh, is Susan Susan's birth mom, and she's been a skier. You know, uh, and she does the snowblading and the skiing, and she's been doing it for years. And Susan's like, yes, I want to do it. Susan's always been the more That's athletic nice. one of the two of us. And I was like, all right, it sounds fun. I used to be a little more adventurous when I was younger. Um, and this was this probably was actually more like ten years ago, 
Um, and it, I, I know we were living in the house because I, I can remember lying in bed and breathing and going, Oh God, it hurts. Oh God. It that's, hurts. Where the, that's where the, <laughs> where the EMTs carried you to that house. No, I, I didn't feel it until the next day. Uh, you know, I mean, I might've felt it in my muscle more than my ribs, but, uh, you know, I, I either bruised or bruised my, a couple ribs or maybe did a, a hairline fracture in one. But it took like a good six weeks before it, you know, stopped hurting. And then one day I was like, I can breathe in deeply now and it doesn't hurt. So, so anyway, we got shit to talk about. Let's move, move along. Uh, so, <laughs> so you brought it up. You I did. I did. I was just talking about how it hurts when you when your when your rib cage is injured and dad's you know and if, you punch if, yourself in the chest. If yeah. my if my little thing hurt that bad, I can't even imagine how his feels. You know, so yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the BuzzFeed bombshell story. Everybody, uh, uh, was there a story in BuzzFeed? I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. Why can't I remember? I love that. That's from an old time radio show. It's from Suspense. Um, it's about a man who went to it was it was locked up for killing people and he couldn't remember killing them. Uh, sounds so. like it's from. Uh, sounds like Trump. Young, young, like Young Frankenstein. Oh. It does. It sounds like it sounds like Gene Wilder. Um, but uh whatever but, yeah. i do don't open that door yeah <laughs> put the candle back, back. <laughs> so <laughs> so here we go and uh oh oh we got a uh, francie's uh mom's birthday's on the 21st so uh but uh, uh -oh. but uh -oh. make a note um but uh yeah so bombshell story in buzzfeed and uh, I have a long clip of this because uh, it was like the last thing I got today because I was like, well, we got to have some audio for this. So Allison Camarota and John Berman were talking to BuzzFeed reporter Anthony uh, Cormier, one of the authors of this, uh, this article, which basically said uh, Trump directed Cohen to... Um, what a, uh, I'm sorry, I've, my head is so full of shit. What, he, he directed Cohen to... To lie to, to, lie to Congress. To lie to Congress about the the Russia, the, the Trump, the Trump Russia Tower Russia? Hotel. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, the hotel to, to lie deal. about when the uh, deal, when talks ended. He mm. told them that he was to tell Congress they ended much sooner than they really did. It's mm -hmm. called suborning perjury. Somebody beat up <laughs> Michael Cohen. So <laughs> that was that was that was bizarre. I didn't see the I didn't see the I didn't see the black eye either. It just looked like he had bags under his eyes, like always. Well, he—that's so. what he looks like for the past year and a half. Maybe he went snow snowblading. Um, so <laughs> punched himself in, punched himself sure. in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Dory. Nah. Uh, but anyway, let's listen to this. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get through all this. It's a long clip. So uh, here we go. Joining us by phone now is one of the investigative reporters for BuzzFeed News who broke this story, Anthony Cormier. Anthony, thank you so much for being here. Your reporting has obviously captured much of the country this morning. It's on every network. So can you tell us, Anthony, the evidence 
I know that in the, the report you say that you have spoken, you have two law enforcement sources who tell you that they have seen evidence, texts, emails, a cache of other documents, maybe transcripts with other witnesses in Trump organization that Donald Trump pressured Michael Cohen to lie. He suborned perjury. Have you seen any of that other corroborating evidence? No, I've not seen it personally, but the folks that we've talked to, the two officials that we've spoken to are uh, fully 100% read in uh, to that aspect of the special counsel's investigation. Can you explain in greater detail the types of evidence that they say they have? What led them to ask Michael Cohen about this? Sure. They they have been working the sort of Trump Moscow Tower portion of this investigation. Uh, our sources have before Mueller. Uh, and so they were they had access to a number of different uh, documents, uh, FBI 302 reports, which are interview reports. And so that stuff was sort of compiled as they began to look at who the players were speaking with, how those negotiations went, who all from the Trump organization and outside the organization were involved in getting that tower set up. Um, they com- began to compile this evidence before Michael uh, Cohen uh, uh, decided to, to, to cooperate and, and to speak with the special counsel. And then uh, it's our understanding that they presented this to him uh, or, or began asking questions based off of it. Then he acknowledged in his interview, yes, indeed, I was directed by the president. Uh, we, we don't know at this point, uh, and our sources haven't told us, uh, what exactly he, how exactly that directive was handed down. Was it in person, on the telephone? We're, we're not clear. Um, but it is our understanding that this is uh, rock-solid uh, information developed uh, over the course of a long period of time. Uh, and then Michael was used to sort of, I guess, confirm it. Do your sources have any sense of why? President Trump would want Michael Cohen to lie about this? No, it's a, good, it's a really good question. Uh, we've been trying to get uh, Mr. Cohen or his uh, spokesperson on the phone for the last 72 hours, uh, and they have declined to, to talk to us, uh, saying that they are, are, are not answering questions because they, they don't want to interfere with the special counsel's uh, inquiry. I, I don't want to speculate on, on any reasons why the president would tell him to sort of move that date or, or, or come up with a different date than, than, than was actually true. Has the White House or the president's private lawyers, have they responded or denied directly to the facts put out in this story? Not in the record, no, sir. We gave them every opportunity last night. Uh, I, shortly before I published, I, I, I was telling individuals, if you guys would like to deny it, we will give you ample space to do so. Uh, and they would not do that on the record. All right, I'm going to pause it there because it's still like another three minutes to go. Um, we'll have to resume after the break, but yeah, this is a uh, this is pretty big. You know, the, the cultists aren't denying it. Um, I have audio of of uh, somebody from the White House not denying it. Hickabilly Slanders kind of said, you know, I, well, I think the president's outside counsels amply answered this or something like that, um, and and. Even if they deny it, who do you believe? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, Hickabilly Slander said, she said that the president was categorically, I can't remember her quote, but she used that word categorically. Um, and that was the same word that Rudy Giuliani used this afternoon. It took them until this afternoon to quote unquote categorically deny the story. Yeah. What what category, guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, because Kellyanne Conway did not deny it. 
the category where you get cuffed. Yeah. Yeah. Kellyanne Conway was questioned about this, and the only thing, and we all know Kellyanne Conway, she she talks about as much as me. Um, she said the president spoke on this on Twitter this morning, and I'll refer you to that. <laughs> Neat. So. Yes. so, so it was called at, in Watergate. They called that the non-denial denial. Yeah, it's this. This is we. This is big. This is really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it, it is huge. I mean, in in this um, is the smocking gun. There are there are the smocking gun. Yeah. Yes. So yes, it's, it, this is not a nothing birder. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no, it's a it's a Big Mac. <laughs> we all need to sit down, and drink a big cup of coffee, and discuss yeah. this. Big Mac going to the big house. Oh um, let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. Um, this one's got extra sauce on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a tip top one there. Tip yeah. top tip- shape. Yeah. Oh, hey, oops. <laughs> we call it sometimes tippy top shape. I was gonna uh, <laughs> let, let me see. Uh, yeah, I, we we have to play. Um, wait a minute. Uh, I'm trying to find the the one clip. Um, I mean, while you're looking oh yeah that, yeah no I, here I got I it I got this it out. Well, here, oh no, it's already here. I'm sorry, I have it right here. You're under arrest, Trump. Let's hope that happens. Uh, but anyway, we, well, let's get, hold your thought on that, Rain, uh, because okay. we do have to go to the break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about that. And then we got a lot of Rudy we're going to get to. Um, I'll oh, give everybody no. the update with Skype as well, because Skype, uh, I talk, well, I'll, I'll just tell everybody real quick. Ugh. New Skype is not allowing me to take incoming phone calls. So at some point we'll get to reverse call in tonight. We're playing the game. Uh, the, um, uh, who goes there with a mystery guest. So we're just going to count, count that as our, uh, contributor, um, tonight. Um, and, but yeah, we, we've got a lot of audio to get through. So we're going to do lightning round on name calling birthdays and, and, uh, uh, keep going. Cause once we add Bobber, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll finish talking about the Buzzfeed thing and start moving into the Rudy shit. Cause there is some Rudy shit. Uh, and, um, some? yeah. Well, a lot. Rudy, shit. Rudy, Rudy has stock and depends these days. Oh my God. Uh, and, uh, yeah, his losses are, are, uh, you know, zero. So (laughs) I don't have it loaded up, so I'm not going to do it. Um, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, we'll, we'll keep this break kind of short. Uh, so let's play, uh, the heart by Bobber. Nice song for nice people. Not the Trump cult. Just people like you turnips. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Two or three 
I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And... Richard Beatty on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m., the Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. I'll have a hamburger and a large kofefi to go, and can you maga-size it? Thank you, Clinster, for that lovely comment. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. I just wanted y'all to know I'm having a lovely glass of white wine for the racist in chief. Oh, okay. See what I did there? You see what yeah. I did there? That was a yeah. pun. White wine. Uh, wine. <laughs> there's a and lot of whining going quaint. on. Yeah, and <sighs> uh, and of course, uh, I should call you Rain Picklesheimer now. So now that you're officially my sister, right? 
Yes. There you go. So oh, I'll take that. <laughs> um, that really made me tear up. Uh, he's yeah. He, he's 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 so a great sweet. he's a great guy. Um, you know, he really cares about everybody. Uh, and of course, Joe Santor says Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, with sage advice on don't make people who had heart surgery laugh. Right, Joe? Did you sit on your your button again? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> you know, did you sit on your button? That sounded honestly, so dirty. <laughs> yeah, well, my button's big enough to sit on, so there. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, you know, you know, you know, Rain. There's a, a name for white wine now. It's got its own name. It's called a uh, Steve King. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So I. So if you go to a know. bar and order a Steve King, they give you a white wine. <laughs> Wow, uh, and it probably tastes like piss. Um, <laughs> probably. Uh, no, this is a lot better than that. Well, the Steve King kind isn't. So I thought they were called White Russians. Oh well, now that would be a, a Dana Rohrbacker. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> or anybody in the Trump administration. Uh, King. But they do grow potatoes in Iowa, and that's what makes vodka. Well, there you go. It's a um, confusing. It is. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and, and get back to this clip. There, I have another three minutes of it. There, there has been some question. Um, there have been questions uh, of, asked of the guys of from BuzzFeed about the authenticity of this blockbuster report, and they address some of those concerns. Uh, oh. But people are trying to debunk okay. it um, based on one thing he said here. But uh, if you listen to it in context, sounds legit to me. Anthony, obviously this is extremely serious. This is an impeachable offense. It's a federal crime. If what you say in your report really happened and Robert Mueller can prove it, I mean, we've heard from, you know, people on both sides of the aisle in Congress, this is an impeachable offense. It's one of, subordinate perjury is one of the articles of impeachment. And yet, we must ask you about your sources and methods because your co-writer, Jason Leopold, has a dubious past with this. He's gotten in trouble, as you well know, in 2002 and 2006. He was in trouble for perhaps uh, claiming to have sources that he didn't really have. His stories didn't wash. Executive oh directors and editors have had to apologize after some of his big blockbuster stories. So how can you be certain today? I am rock solid. My sourcing on this goes beyond the two that are on the record. This 100% happened. I am the individual who confirmed and verified that it happened. I am, I, I am telling you, that our sourcing goes beyond the two that I was able to put on the record. We were able to gather information from individuals who know that this happened. This is a thing that um, it, it happened. And you have been on this Trump Tower Moscow story really longer than anyone else. You had a write-up months before Michael Cohen pleaded guilty to lying to Congress about it that basically laid out exactly what had happened. And in this story overnight, not only uh, do you report that the president instructed Michael Cohen to lie to Congress, you also have new details about all of these events that took place, including multiple discussions between the president and Michael Cohen about the Trump Tower Moscow deal and also the involvement of Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. Explain. Well, our sources uh, who have been fully read into this investigation tell us that there were at least 10 face-to-face meetings between uh, the president and his personal attorney for a sort of granular updates about 
the, the, the state of the project. Um, it's it's our our sources are telling us that uh, Mr. President not only knew that uh, Mr. Cohen was uh, attempting to set up a, a meeting overseas with um, the Russian president, but that he was actively encouraging it. Sources also tell us that um, both Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. were again read into um, uh, details of this project, and they were encouraging Mr. Cohen to to, to move it forward. I think it's instructive um, uh, to, to look at our our initial Trump Tower Moscow story, which I believe we broke in May. Uh, no one was able to match it, and it took about six months for the special counsel to affirm it. Um, oh. So we, we're we operating um, with a base of knowledge here that uh, is, is sound. Uh, and I can't say when the special counsel, will, whether Congress, whether other investigators will match, but this is this is the sourcing here is is rock solid. Uh, and we've been able to verify this uh, in other ways. All right. So that's the end of the audio that I have for that from, uh, again, that was Allison Camarota and John Berman on CNN talking with uh, Anthony Cormier, one of the co-authors. Uh, Rain, you're saying you're not liking the angle about Leopold. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm really not. I've seen this. I think it was Oliver Darcy who also works for CNN. He was the one who early today, it was this morning, was like, oh, you know, th- this this reporting from Leopold, you know, raises questions about his past. And I, in, in that clip, it said 2002 and 2006. We are now in the year 2019. Yeah. Okay, so that's 12 years since the last questionable, uh, you know, reporting. Uh, his co-author won, Leopold's co-author won a Pulitzer Prize. Do you think that a Pulitzer Prize winning author would, would have somebody he didn't trust as a buy on, on an article like this? Oh, well, I don't. I, I mean, don't. and so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just, there are reporters out there who have messed up. And were able to clean up their act and redact or fix the situations. I I just, I don't like what they're trying to do to Leopold. And he is not my favorite journalist. Mm -hmm. Okay? Trump lies. Trump tells Sarah Palin, um, Sarah Palin, Sarah Huckabee to lie. He tells her lies. She repeats those lies. He lies on Twitter. He lies. He tells people to lie. This is this is a pattern. This is not something new. There is no reason to not believe this BuzzFeed report. And I actually like CNN, but I don't like that they're trying to smear somebody who did the legwork that CNN didn't do. Leopold is known for getting good freedom of information requests done. Out. Yeah. Well, well I-, I have to say, too, the, the co-author... Uh, Anthony Cormier, he's he's broken some big stories before, and they've turned out to be true. And uh, if he says he has rock solid evidence, and also if he said he has, besides the two named in the uh, in the article, he has others. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty solid. I mean, and if you go back, if you go back to to the article itself, which, like I said, I printed out because I thought it was that important. Um, there's one paragraph here that really blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, Cohen also declined comment, but law enforcement sources familiar with his, with Cohen's testimony to the special counsel said he had confirmed that Trump directed him to lie to Congress. 
and also that he had provided details of his conversations about the project with the president Ivanka and Donald Jr. So the key is here is that who whoever one of the, the sources of this article is, they are familiar with the testimony given to Mueller. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's huge to me. I mean, I, now I'll, I'll say this about the I, I, the way it, it, you know at least on CNN. I don't necessarily agree with you know the angle of going going against Leopold, but they didn't do it right off the bat. They put it you know it was in the middle. I mean, there was still a lot more of the interview that I didn't play, and it, it seems like they brought it up. They laid out the case and, uh, you know, let him address it in, in a good way. And, um, and basically the only thing, the only damage I think it did was, you know, it didn't do any damage. I, I don't think, you know, it, it basically just has, it's, it's, it was just fodder for the Trump cult. You know, keep in keep in mind that when when BuzzFeed and I'm sorry about the beasts. It's okay. When BuzzFeed dropped the steel dossier, mm -hmm. I, I don't understand some of this stuff because I don't want to go after CNN like oh the main you know I, but it was CNN who who went after BuzzFeed and said that this was irresponsible, and nothing not one thing from the steel dossier has been disproven. True. So. I don't know why they're doing this again. Yeah. Well, well, go ahead, Joe. You, you'll notice you'll notice they were almost every network and every news outlet, New York Times, Washington Post, are making a, a point that they have not independently confirmed any of this. And that's yeah. fair. And and that's and I, I think CNN just took this a step too far with Leopold. I yeah, that, yeah. I, that's. I think that's what I'm getting at. It's very I, fair. To I, say I think we they're not... just they're just trying to cover their asses. Mm -hmm. That's you it. know, and and it, we might not like it, but you know they did it, and I don't think it's damaged anything. So, um, but what the real oh, damaging? I just, I just wanted to the, get that out. Yeah, so I appreciate it. But I think the real damaging stuff is what happened earlier today from representatives from the White House, Hogan Gidley, everybody. The hey, Z Hogan, the Z lister of the Trump cult. Uh, he hit puberty. Um, I'm not sure if he's uh, hit the change or not. Uh, Time you know. to change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to put a picture of him in the chat, I just tell me if I'm wrong because yeah, I don't he's... think he's got any hair down there. Oh wow! You think oh, it's that bad? Wow! So. So you, yeah. you don't you don't Ooh. think there's a rug to match the curtain? No. Time to change. So you have hardwood floors instead of a rug. Okay. Uh. Could be a He's got linoleum. Beige linoleum. <laughs> uh, I don't know why officially this is the sound for uh, that we follow up insults to Hogan Gidley with, but it is. Um, so, uh, Hogan Gidley, uh, basically just refused to, uh, answer questions on Fox news with Bill Hemmer. You know, Bill Hemmer's a real straight shooter over there. Bullshit. Um, yeah, Bill Hemmer. I mean, he, he's been in the tank for the Trump cult for a long time 
every once in a while he surprises us, and today was one of those days. On the president ordering Michael Cohen oh, to lie, terrible. Uh, the story sources two law enforcement officials. Um, this is the headline breaking. President Trump personally directed his longtime attorney, Michael Cohen, to lie to Congress about negotiations to build a Trump Tower in Moscow in order to obscure his involvement. How is the president responding to that report this morning? Uh, this is absolutely, absolutely ludicrous that we are giving any type of credence or credibility to a news outlet like BuzzFeed. They are responsible completely and totally for the release of a discredited, disproven, false dossier. <laughs> and now the author of the piece in question that you're talking about went on air this morning and said he couldn't corroborate any of his own evidence okay that's that's not true that's not what happened at all um but did you notice he said uh you know the dossier is being completely debunked when yeah yeah you know i don't think so just they keep saying that there's there's two two things about the dossier part of it's been confirmed and the other part part has not been yeah has been not confirmed. Yeah. The other part is not of it been has been disproven. Debunked. That's why, right. Why can't they remember this? Why can't I remember? Uh, uh, but anyway, let's get back to old Hogan Gidley. <laughs> he ran it anyway. This is, quite frankly, the problem with the press and why the president continues to call them I, fake I news repeatedly. That, that because reporter, there is nothing in that piece. There is nothing in that piece that's, that's, uh, that can be corroborated. I think the way it was characterized, um, the reporter did not see true. specifically the evidence, but relied on one or two sources that they had trusted to this. Right, but that's not news. That's something he sees and he puts out there. It's the same reason and rationale behind a dossier that has called this, caused this entire fake witch hunt uh, uh, Russia investigation. <laughs> and now it's all been disproven <laughs> and, and debunked at this point. So this is the type of thing we have to deal with every day. We're used to it. The report came out. 90% of the coverage against this president last year was negative. This is just another in a so long you're, you're line of ridiculous charges without any corroboration you, or credibility you're whatsoever. You're saying the president did not tell Michael Cohen to do that? I'm telling you right now, this is exactly why the president refuses uh, to give any credence or credibility to news outlets because they have no uh, ability to corroborate anything they're putting out there. Instead, they're just using innuendo and well, that, shady that sources. A, that was not a denial of my question. Oh! No, the, yeah. the, but, but, but the ouch, premise is ouch. ridiculous. We're also talking ouch, about a person ouch, in Michael ooh, Cohen man. who, quite frankly, has now been proven to be a liar. He self-admits that he's a felon. So to give him any credibility, it just doesn't warrant any response but, but from the, the White House the or this president. <laughs> Hogan is that the president personally directed his longtime attorney Michael Cohen to lie to Congress about negotiations involving that Trump Tower. Is that true or false? Right, but the president's attorneys also addressed this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to oh. give any credence or credibility to Michael Cohen, who's a convicted felon and, a, and an admitted liar. That's just ridiculous. I'm not going to do that from the White House. No, you're not going to do it from oh, the White House. My goodness. I'm not going to do it from anywhere. <laughs> break the rib and walk away. Break the rib. And walk away. Yeah. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. <laughs> Jeez. I, the fact that he said that there's nothing in this article that is provable is absolutely false. It's, it, it, it's absolutely false because in the Michael Cohen stuff about the Trump Moscow came out of, of the Mueller stuff. Yeah, I you know this this whole thing. It, it, okay, so in there, in there, the fake witch hunt, the fake Russian w- witch hunt. Holy shit! So the witch hunt is fake. What? <sighs> Something's fake. 
Uh, I mean, you know, after what Giuliani said on TV the other day, which we're going to delve into, um, you know, we're going to, we're, you know, we're going to see how fake the witch hunt is because basically the ghoul gave up the ghost, <laughs> um, you know, on <laughs> yes. live TV. Um, and there was so one weird. bit of, I can't wait for one bit of audio I picked up from Rudy that nobody else is talking about that, um, it sounded like he almost said something, uh, and I, I can't wait to see uh, see what you guys. But uh, but anyway, uh, th this whole uncorroborated. This is why he refuses to give credence to the fake news, um, or whatever <laughs> media outlets. To this morning, that sick, fat, ugly pig that resides in the White House tweeted out that. There were ranchers reporting that there were prayer rugs found on the southern border. All right. <gasps> da, da, da. Now I'm not even gonna play the drama sting for that because it's stupid. <laughs> um, and uh, and and here's the thing: I talked about this story five years ago when it was debunked, when Breitbart was pushing this article all right basically what, what what's happened is i think world net daily or in uh, and, and um the washington times which is the right wing uh washington times yeah washington times you know a few different um right wing outlets are running this story of this faceless uh female rancher who's giving a tour to somebody else of oh look at what all the look at my shitty cabin this is because Mexicans came and messed it up and you know and she's sitting in her jeep and, and she says at one point oh I've seen them I've seen them I've seen all these people coming from everywhere there there's you know Muslims and you know they're coming from Czechoslovakia and Germany and, and the woman says have you ever seen them no I've never seen them but but I've seen prayer rugs all right first of all first of all if you happen to see a prayer rug discarded um, I think you're lying. I think you don't know what a prayer rug looks like. Or, if a prayer rug is discarded, what does that mean? Some evil prayers were being prayed on the border. <laughs> well, what happens if you find up, a Bible? Somebody brought up an interesting point on one of the talk shows today, is that if a Muslim um, took the time to take a prayer rug yes, yes. with him from wherever he came from to Mexico and then crossed the border with the prayer rug and felt that that prayer rug was so important to his religious belief, why the fuck would he leave it behind? Well, Joe, I was over yeah. where you should never be today. <laughs> you know where I was? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum uh... and villainy. And this guy, this guy thought he was so fucking smart, and he he's Trump cultist, and he he says, and one person made that point in the in the comment section, and this guy responded, "Oh, well, you can't possibly conceive of the of uh, the chance that maybe they dropped it when they were being chased by coyotes or border patrol." What? And I'm like, <laughs> and I re I responded to the guy. I was like, "Wow, that's a really Shit. sweet little soap opera you pit." You're, you got there. Maybe you should pitch it to some right wing uh, fanfic site. And um, <laughs> <Spike> coyotes. 
And then he made <laughs> some shit. he made some joke about me uh, giving blowjobs, and I said, "Oh, now you're writing, uh, you know, uh, erotic fanfic about me." I, I was like, "I'm not going <laughs> to shame you for whatever your proclivities might be," and did uh, that shut him down. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so they're already well. It totally makes sense because I can imagine this guy, this imaginary guy, in this imaginary prayer rug being chased by imaginary forces. You know, totally. Wow. This sounds and, like somebody writing fanfic about Jasmine from Disney. Yeah, this really is ridiculous. Uh, well, you know, well, I'll tell you what. I'm worried Aladdin might have his magic flying rug and fly right over the border wall if it ever gets done. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be real scary. And um, <sighs> yeah, so so not only that. Um, but did it, did it fly? Yeah, yeah, sure. Probably could have, uh, you know, if somebody was wearing it and playing uh, soccer because it was an Adidas, uh, Jersey, um, jumping through the air, you know, fly a little bit. Um, yeah, because the, the story that Breitbart put out, they showed a picture of, um, and you can look it up. Just look up uh, border. Uh, look up for Gawker. I think has a, a, an archive story for you know a Southern border prayer rug. In it, in it has archived the Breitbart story, where they show a red and white wadded up uh, Adidas jersey, which has like indic mark you know very indicative markings of an Adidas jersey. Um, for certain soccer teams, uh, you know, or a certain, you know, thing of soccer. <laughs> I don't know, but, <laughs> but it's, it's so blatant. I don't know anything about it. And I looked at it and I was like, that's not a prayer rug. First of all, it's like two colors and it's really blocky and has like a diamond pattern on it, you know, and it, and it had a shirt sleeve in a neck hole. So I don't see a lot of people wearing prayer rugs as shirts. <laughs> You know, so the fabric is too thin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so for this accompanying article, it says rancher says they found prayer rugs on, and again, no sources at all. But Trump's tweeting it out. But the and this is so racist. This is so racist and so Islamic phobic because they're they're like, well, see, you know. And hey, I have a weird fucking scenario. Is it possible that there are just some Muslims that live in South America too? You know, Go I, mean, I mean, <laughs> or, or, or Arizona or, or Arizona or Texas <laughs> or New Mexico, um, New Mexico you know, but I mean, but th th it's a lie because the woman obviously was talking about that story. There's no there hasn't been multiple stories about this. And she says, I've seen prayer rugs. Well, then if you saw a prayer rug, you should have it in your fucking hand and you should produce it, produce it as evidence. You know, I mean, what did you think it would possess you and turn you into an Allah loving Muslim? But, you, know? you know, that's the point. Evidence of what? Yeah. Evidence of that what? A, a, scary, a scary prayer? Of, of religious freedom? Oh, oh yeah, my God. That's, and, Don't and Christians really, say you should pray to God? That's Don't they really, say that? Yeah, yeah but really not Allah, because he's different. No, Allah is, is the same God. This is trying God. to feed into the fear of Islam. Yeah. 
So, uh, Sci Guy says it's a stealth prayer rug disguised as a soccer shirt. Obviously. <laughs> um, but but Trump tweeted that out unverified because th- one of his right wing news outlets ran it, and they were using a picture that is an. They're using a picture of a male rancher holding up what looks like a prayer rug, but it's a really small, blurry picture. It could have been photoshopped. It could have been staged. You don't know what it is, but it's they're using this picture for what this woman just said on camera, this picture that dates back to at least 2016. And guess what? That picture has been used on fucking white supremacist websites, too. I accidentally clicked on the wrong fucking page today. And, you know, I know for a fact that that picture is old. You know why? That picture, and Ken, if you could put it in the chat room, the dude in that picture has got a beeper. Oh, he has a pager? Yes. <laughs> beeper. Jesus, God. <laughs> Whatever you call it. you got- No, no, I know what you mean, but... <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, but I haven't seen one since the 80s. No, I'm looking at it's it. A I'm still, looking at it now with my reading glasses. It's a still it's from a video. He's, he's, got a, he's got a pager and what looks like a hand grenade. The, you know what this could be? What this could re- <laughs> truly be? And I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to upload the picture. But you know what this could very well be? This could be from a video of some asshole redneck that was like burning Korans and prayer rugs because there's no indication that be. there's no indication that it's from the you know uh, it looks like a still from a YouTube video um it and, does. and they mean, just I'm obscured really his face you know they cropped out his face flip phone. so well it's old I mean that's an old Jesus picture Christ. no matter what I mean look at the resolution on it it looks like a, a shitty video <laughs> still from a video so that's the picture they're using it's a Polaroid yeah really <laughs> It's a mimeograph. Um, it's a mimeograph. So anyway, we got to go to the break. I'm but I covered this story yeah. so many years ago, Ken. Yeah, I mean, I saw you that know, and I was guy, like, you... "Are you fucking kidding me?" The prayer rug story again? Yeah. You were prescient. My God. Maybe prescient. But anyway, we got to go to the break. We're running over. We got to get Bobber on. We got to start talking about the ghoul. Um, and, uh, yeah, because, uh, wow, Giuliani, oh my God, oh, Seth yeah, Myers yeah, destroyed yeah, him the other day too. Uh, I, actually, I got a fair amount of my audio from Seth Myers um, because they did some nice little redux action, which was very cool. But, uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. And when we come back, we're going to get Bobber on and talk about, uh, Rudy, the uncool ghoul, Guliani right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. You're under arrest, Trump. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the show, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. Hi. And uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, with uh, some unprecedented breaking news. And he's sitting on his button again, isn't he? Well, Psy Guy also posted this <laughs> earlier. Um, okay. I'm sitting and, and on my button. Yes. You and your button. Well, let, let's get Stop to it. sitting on your... What is going on with your button? Well, is it vibrating? Is it no? no I didn't. I didn't you? see. I didn't see Joe. Uh, I didn't see Sci Guy posted earlier, but Joe just posted uh, something right now. So what? What is it? Real quick. Oh, just that uh, uh, the special counsel, in a, which rarely says anything, says Buzzfeed's description of specific statements regarding Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Okay. Well. Yeah. It's a wait and specific. see at this point, then. This this is the thing, and I think I think, yeah, Psy Guy posted because BuzzFeed News actually put that out on a tweet. I about forty three minutes ago or whatever. I think the word specific is really important if mm -hmm. we're going to really. Yeah. Well, take, well, take into account yeah, of, of of Mueller's investigation. It's a, it's a waiting game too. I mean, you know, we 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 can't. You know, we can only do so much here. So. You know, the story's out there, uh, not everything in it might be 100% uh, uh, on par with what Mueller's talking about and what he's doing, but we'll see. But uh, somebody who is on par with Turn Up Tonight and uh, uh, and Beer, uh, the Braumeister, Bob Browse, uh, for Freedom's blog, joining us as always. Uh. Hi, Bob. Sorry, I keep forgetting to get that. But, you know, I've had, I've had a few... <laughs> I have had a few things going on, so I think you'll forgive me. Sure, I, I so. uh, yeah, I, I, we'll let you slide this time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so Bob, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing really all right. good. So, all the news that keeps popping up, it just seems like, you know, he's swirling and swirling in the bowl, getting closer to that disappearing down the drain. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
So uh, anyway, let's let's get right into this uh, this uh, Guliani stuff. I want to set it up a little bit with uh, some Seth Meyers clips, uh, but then I actually have a, a a bit of audio from the actual Cuomo thing, quite a bit actually. So, but uh, yeah, so th- this is this is. I just thought this was too good of a joke to to let slide. Even Rudy is having a hard time with the job, especially as special counsel Robert Mueller prepares to issue his final report. Vanity Fair reported yesterday that Rudy fears that the report will be horrific for Trump and that the mounting pressure has also strained Giuliani's relationship with Trump. Rudy hates the job. Trump is very hard to deal with. (laughs) Oh, are you just finding that out now? (laughs) Come on, Rudy. You went into this job with your eyes wide open, and I do mean wide open. You look like you just saw a pretty lady in an old cartoon. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on that today. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was pretty good. And, uh, and, and he, he also uh, uh, kind of set it up with talking about what happened basically in like the first minute of the the Rudy Cuomo thing. And I just thought visually this was an hysterical joke. I think, Joe, you'll appreciate this too. Uh, So here we go. And it really does seem like the pressure of the job is getting to Rudy because last night he went on CNN and blurted out another one of his trademark accidental confessions. Rudy was interviewed by CNN's Chris Cuomo, and the way these two yelled at each other was like watching two guys play cards in the back of a butcher shop. They hated Trump. Hate it's it. your word, but clearly no, no, they didn't no. Like when you say that a the man, the inspector is, general, when two you of say them that a man, said it didn't affect their work. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be investigated fair? by anybody, uh, and it was the right move to remove them. No, they didn't. They were finished. They wanted yes, to. They, did. they don't pay any attention. To I the was platform. raised by a guy who would have corrected the punctuation well, yeah, protocols. I'm saying that that was let me explain. You at the head of the campaign Chris, let's be truthful. Let's be truthful, Donna. Come on now, always. Mom. The only thing missing with that conversation was a few salami rolls hanging on strings. <laughs> that interview should have had a voiceover from Ray Liotta. Well, you was would- the- as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And that, that was all, that was like... That was like not even a minute into it. Yeah, so I I thought that was funny. <laughs> like a couple of old guys playing cards in the back of a butcher shop. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you, you probably saw conversations like that growing up, Joe. I we have a we have a store like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I it's can a, tell you, I got an uncle An well I had an uncle Angelo. He ran a uh, tailor shop. Yo, Angelo. Beach. Yeah, Angelo. He ran a tailor shop in Some Beach, New York. Oh, and he okay. allowed my German grandfather to come play for some poker games. Uh-oh. Yeah. Upa was banned. Upa. <laughs> Upa. My German Upa was told, don't come back. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that I thought that was some pretty funny setup. For uh, the ghoul's appearance, excuse me, uh, I just uh, finished dinner. A little hiccup there. Um, <laughs> just came, Su- just came back. But <laughs> uh, well, uh, Su- Susan uh, put a little chili oil on the green beans, and I, by the way, I highly recommend that. That was delicious. Some roasted fresh green beans with some chili oil and garlic. It's delicious. Mm. Um, 
Uh, but it, it's got a tang, you know, spiciness hiccup. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, that um, it was amazing. That was like two no. freaking it, Italians oh. from New York. Well, and they should use Gillette. But oh. anyway. <laughs> so anyway, let's let's get to the, the I, I have five clips um, of of the most important things I think Rudy blurted out during this conversation with uh, Cuomo. And the first one was, I mean, it was fucking like, what did he say? Here you go. Mr. Mayor, it's false despicable. reporting is saying that nobody in the campaign had any contacts with Russia. False reporting is saying that there has been no suggestion of any kind of collusion between the campaign and any Russians. Because now you have Paul Manafort giving poll data I, I that winds said, up leading to this coincidence. Well, you just misstated my position. I never said there was no collusion between the campaign. What? Or between people in the campaign. Yes, I have, have no idea if there, I have not. I said the you, President of the United States. There is not a single bit of evidence the President of the United States committed the only crime you could commit here, conspired with the Russians to hack the DNC. First of all, is crime not, is not day, the bar of accountability for a president. It's about what you knew, <laughs> well, he didn't what was with right, Russia and either. what was wrong, and what did you deceive about. Those are going to be major deceive. considerations. The president did not well, He said nobody had any contact, Russians. tons of Whatever people had contact. Nobody is. colluded. The guy running his campaign he didn't say was nobody. working on an issue he at the same time didn't. as the convention. He said he didn't. He didn't say nobody. How would you know that nobody in your campaign... He actually did say that, Rudy. He said well, nobody, said and that. then he said as far as I know. That, he said it in a... Gen- well, as far as he knows, that's true. <laughs> I found it out. I found it out. Oh, my God. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. Why can't I remember? Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm um, starting to think that Mario, or not Mario, Rudy, Rudy <laughs> confusing all of the Giuliani's and the Cuomo's at this point. Yeah, what's going on? Um, I'm starting to think that Rudy is not, doesn't have the temperament for this job. He said, He's, I never said there was no collusion. I never said that. How are you going to know if there's no collusion? I think, you know, how are you going to know? How how are you gonna how oh my god yeah where's the fucking bar the bar is gone the bar is gone you know I mean and I wish I I wish I would have gotten the other Seth Meyers clip but he but he said something to the effect of you know first it was there was no Russian collusion second there were no first it was no context then it was no collusion then it was like yeah there was collusion but it wasn't the president and then he said something like and then the next thing is going to be like no uh, mr president it's not a it's not a jail cell it's a gated community um you know but yeah but uh as far as he knows he's literally getting to the point where if the president did it it's legal yeah yeah, that's that's really it, well, and he's already said, you know, the the crime isn't crime, and truth is not truth, and truth isn't truth. But uh, for, so so uh, Rudy's, um, you know, and this is Seth Meyers' crew put this together. I I, I took this from them, and um, I I you know Rudy never said there was no collusion, right? Really. Russian collusion. Here's what they found. Zero. Nada. Nothing. If anything, it's proof there was no collusion. Nobody talked about Russians. Nobody knew about Russians. There was no collusion with the Russians. No collusion with the Russians. There was no collusion. There was no Russian collusion. No Russian collusion. 
case over. Was there collusion? Come on. Nobody believes anymore there was collusion. Uh, well, do you remember that, Rudy? Why can't I remember? <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I got that clip. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, holy shit. This is a comedy because I remember back a late night comedy show was able to put that together. 23 seconds of multiple interviews with Giuliani saying no collusion, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. Never once saying, you know, he didn't quantify it with saying, oh, I never I just said no, not with the president. Yeah, he said nobody was talking about Russians. Go ahead, Ryan. It just I remember back couple of years ago and tom was still on the show and uh i remember saying you know what trump is not our ally Mm -hmm. we have we have diplomatic relationships with them but they're not our ally oh russia is not that because it just seemed like this administration you 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 freuding uh freudian slip you said trump is not our ally you meant to say russia oh god damn it Trump's. <laughs> it comes down to that. I'm really, really waiting for for somebody like Rudy Giuliani or some. Well, actually, they said we want to have good relations with Russia. Mm-hmm. So if if we're going to have good relations with Russia, then why is Rudy Giuliani turning around saying no collusion, none of this happened? You know. It, yeah. There's there's a big disconnect here because back back in that day. They, they were really trying to make it out like we were going to be best friends with Russia. And now they're trying to say the president never colluded with Russia, didn't work with Russia. And the president still is saying, I want to be, I, I want to BJ with Putin. Yeah. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying here? Oh, absolutely. And this is a guy who bragged about his relationship with Putin before he became president. Said, he, you know, sent so me a nice bizarre. card with a present. Some prostitutes. Um, and I said BJ. I didn't. I didn't include what that requires. But. You meant a uh, building job, because you know he wants to build a tower in Russia, a building. Yes, job. yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't mean to say penis. Well, yeah, of course you wouldn't mean to say <laughs> Don't that. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, and I would never mean to hit the yodeling pickle from a distance. He's away over there. He's, a, he's over there in the in the pencil cup. How you doing in the pencil cup, yodeler, Mister Pickle? Uh, so, a dill. <laughs> what's the dill? What's the dill? That's Sarah Palin. What's the dill? Um. Now this one, Joe, to me was 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 probably just about as shocking as the first one. And uh, have you heard this stuff, Bob? The Cuomo Giuliani stuff? I'll I'll, I'll know when when I hear it. Okay, yeah, this one, holy shit. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) listen to this. This, I I mean, I'm blown away. I don't know that it's true. The president knows, and as far as I know. How did Paul Manafort do all these things and nobody else knew? He was only there for six months or four months. He was there for the convention when they changed the platform. Yeah, and he He was. He gave the polling data, Cambridge Analytica. You don't have the same questions about that that you do about the dossier. And they ended up. How about reporting this? And they ended up with a stronger platform on Ukraine than they started with. No, they didn't. They were finished. They wanted to to put in there that we would give lethal 
you know, help with lethal weaponry, and they right. changed it to soften and it to say... they took it out, and then they put it put back in that they were going to give substantial help to the Right, Ukraine, but not the same. Which it was, was not in the Democratic soft. platform, it by the way. It was softened. So? It's not why in the Democratic platform. Okay. No. Hold on. Hold on a second. It wasn't in the Democratic <laughs> platform. Well, no. It's a different party with a different fucking platform. Of course. <laughs> We don't just like, you know, have the same platform and put, you know, just stamp Democrat and Republican on each one, you know, sign your name at the top of the quiz. You know, I mean, that's (laughs) the little Democrats, you know, what does that have to do with anything? Manafort (laughs) changed the fucking platform, you know? Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Bob, did you hear that? Um, I... I've heard so much shit coming out of his mouth, it's hard to keep it all straight. Yeah. So, So, it it seems like Rudy Giuliani has been so conditioned to when he's losing an article to say, the Democrats. Yeah, I I mean. The Democrats. How does that even work? In in this instance, it doesn't work. The Republican Party, for the record, changed its platform. To be anti-Ukraine, right? Yes, yes. To to pro-Russia, to say they wanted to take away the the right for uh, Ukraine to use lethal force to uh, fight back against invading Russian forces. And so, according to this line of thinking, the Democrats should have changed their platform to counter the Republican platform. I don't know. <laughs> what, what is what what is he do- what is what? no i don't yeah well anyway there's 26 seconds left of this and the real the real zinger is in in the back end of this so listen to this the president had no knowledge of that i happen to know that i he didn't know about, about his it. own party's platform oh really <laughs> chris come on oh. you've been around politics to know candidates don't know a damn thing about the platform they don't pay any attention to i the was platform. raised by a guy who would have corrected the punctuation well, uh, in Mario the party maybe platform. was different but i've been with a lot of presidents in all the presidential campaigns wow. and the platform they pay no attention to they care about their acceptance speech that's where they're spending right. their time on ah <gasps> Damn. I I heard that oh and, and I was like, well, okay, candidates. Now, let's change candidates to Trump doesn't care about the platform. Because honestly, I could see Trump not caring enough and being so carefree and loosey-goosey and worried about his ego that he let people just run roughshod over his campaign and and in you know, they they got the signals from him. He wants to be friendly with Russia. Well, I want to be friendly with Russia, too. There's money to be made here. Let's go ahead and do this. And I think a lot of it was probably at the direction of Trump, too. But for for him them to say, oh, well, you know, candidates never know their platform. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what's talked about in all the debates. The platform oh is, is dissected and laid out like a fucking dead frog. In a in That's a in a <laughs> dead frock. Yeah, in a, a, a an anatomy class or whatever, you know. That's why any candidate runs for office. It doesn't even matter if it's it's for Senate. Yeah. Like Rudy Giuliani ran for Senate. You run to change the platform. Yeah, and. That, 
I mean, it's not just getting elected. It's also, you know, you. Oh my God, I'm I'm my mind is blown. Right I know now because it it you run. Here is my platform. This is why I am running. For him to say that candidates don't care about platforms, it's, it's a lie. It, it's a lie. Only Trump would be so shallow as to not care about platforms. I even uh, I, I'm I know George W. Bush knew what the platform was for the, the GOP. Rudy uh, Giuliani I, I, had a platform when he was trying to run against Hillary Clinton for Senate. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's it, it's the platform is the crux of the campaign. Any you know, campaign. Any campaign. And that's what they, you know, and and yeah, maybe every candidate doesn't focus on every aspect of the campaign while running because they know who their appeal is and you know who who you know i mean that's not a sexy thing to talk about russia and ukraine in a campaign N nobody's really going to care it wasn't that hot of a war for them to you know really you know nobody cared that much so but anyway um joe I'm i, I want to get bob and joe I'm yeah sorry, yeah bob and joe i talked too much again i'm no, sorry it's okay no, but uh okay <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean that's nonsense to say that uh, you know every candidate cares about the platform. Go ahead, Joe. Well, first of all, I think he's confusing two things. I mean, first of all, if you ever watch conventions, which I've watched a lot of them in my lifetime, mm -hmm. um, there's a whole platform committee. Why would they yeah. have one? And there's representatives from all of the primary candidates like the last time we had bernie sanders people you know yeah. they, they go in there and they fight over planks of the platform yeah these are state the the, the 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 platform is a statement of it's a broad statement of of where a party stands obviously the platform isn't part and parcel of a, of a, a legislative program that they intend to and in, you know enforce it's it's a broad statement of of what a party stands for. That's why the planks yeah. of that platform are so important. Okay, but, but so, you know, if you're going to put a plank in the platform about Ukraine, that's important because it's a broad statement about how the party sure. is going to approach this, this particular part of foreign policy. No, the winner of the presidency, if they win on that, they don't have to run on that platform. They don't have to adhere to that platform when they become president. But broadly, it is a statement of where the party is. And mm -hmm. in this particular particular uh, uh, instance, this was a particular interest to Mr. Manafort. Yes. And to the Russian people that were in the convention hall. Yeah. And we're, we're going to we're, we're talk. Convention. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to. That's. Go ahead. Sorry. No, Bob. You you get your thought in, and and then I'll say what I was going to say. No, just just the just the the notion that they have Russians in in there in the convention hall should be enough. I mean, that's any other candidate. That's instant impeachment right there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to pick up on this conversation after we come back and do a lightning round with uh, birthdays and uh name calling and all that just so everybody knows uh new skype i talked to a skype representative for about an hour the other night trying to get things fixed and i cannot revert to old skype without being forced to upgrade to new skype and for the time being there is no functionality to add calls 
uh, to to Skype right now. I'll work it out to get back on on track with reverse calling uh, uh, in the next week week or two. But for tonight, we're not going to take any calls because we're doing our game tonight. Uh, who goes there? Who goes there? Um, it's going to be fun. And uh, But yeah, when we come back, we're going to do, like I said, lightning rounds for names, birthdays, and get right back into this Rudy shit because it is, it's bonkers. Green News Report coming up. Hang tight. We'll be right back after this. I bring you a message. A message few of you will be able to believe. A message of great importance. A message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here. It's Thursday, January 17, 2019. president has said that climate change is a hoax. Do you agree with him? Senate Democrats grill Trump EPA chief nominee in confirmation hearing. Exactly how hot are we talking? Well, I mean really hot. Historic heat wave grips Australia. EPA criminal actions against polluters hits 30-year low. Plus... All of this is, is for real. But nobody has done enough planning. The business world is waking up to climate change impacts. All of those wake-up calls and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's not binary. It's not effed or not effed. It's a matter of how effed. (laughs) Dr. Michael E. Mann, climate scientist, working blue. The heat must be getting to them. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, another January, another code red heat emergency down in Australia? Yes, literally. Australia's National Weather Service this week issued its highest level alert to warn public welfare agencies to act quickly to protect vulnerable populations during what is an extreme historic heat wave that's blasting most of the country over the past two weeks. It's broken all-time high temperature records for both day and overnight, with temperatures in some areas topping 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. And have the record bushfires started yet? Oh, yes, they have. Mm. Meanwhile, down at the South Pole, Antarctica's ice sheets are melting faster than previously thought and are accelerating sea level rise. Scientists publishing in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found that warming ocean waters drove a 600% increase in annual ice loss from the East Antarctica ice sheet since 1979. The scientists called acceleration of the ice melt a clear indication of man-made climate change. Yeah, The uh, right-wingers on Fox News, the climate deniers, have all been telling me that, sure, we may be losing ice in the Arctic, but the Antarctic is actually gaining ice. Not so? Not so much. Imagine that. Surprise! The Environmental Protection Agency's mission of enforcement actions against polluters has fallen to a 30-year low under the Trump administration. Shocking! That's according to a new report released this week by watchdog group PEER, Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility. Based on Justice Department data, the number of pollution cases that the EPA referred for criminal prosecution hasn't been this low since the Reagan administration. PEER's executive director told the Associated Press, Quote, we're reaching levels where the enforcement program is lacking a pulse. Great. 
No more government tyranny. Meanwhile, the EPA's failure to enforce pollution laws was a hot topic for Democrats in the Senate confirmation hearing this week for former coal lobbyist Andrew Wheeler, who took over as acting chief of the EPA after Scott Pruitt resigned amid a flood of scandals. Senate Republicans praised Wheeler, but Democrats grilled him on the Trump EPA's rollbacks of pollution standards and U.S. climate policy. Wheeler testified he doesn't think man-made climate change is a hoax, but it's not a top concern. Here's his exchange with Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont. The president has said that climate change is a hoax. Do you agree with him? I, I have not used the hoax word myself. I see. Scientific community has said that climate change is one of the great crises facing our planet. There will be irreparable damage in the United States and in virtually every country on Earth. Do you agree with the scientific community? I would not call it the greatest crisis, no, sir. I, I, I consider it a, a huge issue that has to be addressed globally. Wheeler's confirmation is all but assured in the Republican-controlled Senate. So is this guy ultimately any better than Scott Pruitt, or is he just as bad or potentially even worse? Potentially even worse. As a longtime lobbyist, he knows how to navigate the system. And yet still as much of a denier. Finally, some good-ish news. The business world is waking up to the dangers posed by man-made climate change and extreme weather. In a survey by the annual World Economic Forum in Davos this week, CEOs and investors ranked the effects of climate change as the top three risks they're most likely to face in 2019, from extreme weather, damaged infrastructure, and migration caused by disasters. On a recent broadcast, L.A. Times business columnist Michael Hiltzik referenced the pending bankruptcy of PG&E, California's largest electric utility after catastrophic wildfires, as a warning to the business community. These are risks that we have to have a, a broader discussion about how to manage them, and there are risks and there are opportunities in climate change uh, together. So all of this is, is for real, but nobody has done enough planning uh, up, up to this point. Nobody has, and yet here we sit. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! The people were ready to believe. Like sheep, they ran toward the slaughterhouse. And waiting for them was the high priest of fraud. I am the only one. Trust me. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. No, no, no. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, I'm sorry, Bob Rouse, the uh, Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. You're Thank very you. welcome. You're welcome. And, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hi, and there's an update on that BuzzFeed story. Yeah. Um, while we were on a break, uh, uh, Chris Hayes had uh, Ben Smith of BuzzFeed, the editor, and he said um, that they stand by their story and that um, uh, for whatever reason, they gave the, they did contact the special counsel's office before they published it, and they had no comment at the time. So something peculiar is going on. Oh, I don't know yeah. We'll see. Well, what the hell? What the hell? Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. You ready to do some name calling for us? Yes, 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 my brother, Ken. All right. Uh, Rain Picklesheimer, everyone. Because <laughs> Dad officially adopted I, I, her. I can live so, with that. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Oh, and you know what's funny? Um, my sister, my my half sister, uh, who my dad did adopt um, when we were younger, her last name's her, her, her last her last name was Cox. Really? C O X. So you can stay Cox. So. Okay, that's kind of awesome. There you go. Uh, but oh, anyway. Man. All right. Don't uh, make me cry again. Don't do it. You got to read names. I'm going to read names. <laughs> My goodness. No, I'm not going to read My names goodness. crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. So in the chat room tonight, we have Baluwa, we have Guy DC, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kat, we got Kenny Pick, we got Cool Black Dude, who I think is going to get a birthday boner. Oh, yeah. Um, And I, um, I think Francie's mom, too. Yes. Um... We have living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Joe is not in my basement anymore. Garage. God damn it, Joe. God damn it. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles. We have Moo Mary, a president. We have myself. We have Sandy in Durwood. We have Theo. We have Tim Cormel. And we have Trojan Rabbit. And I know, um, see, just, po oh, and we have Adam Hebert. He's back. Yes, very good. So, all right. I, I, think, that, I think little Jeffy's skulking out there. <laughs> oh, no, you just leave me out of this mess. Nah, he doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with it. Uh, so, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so happy birthday to uh, Joey and to Francie's mom. Here is. Uh, the traditional uh, song song of my people. Not really my people. Boehner is from Ohio, and I'm assuming he's German. Uh, so I guess he's my people. I'm not orange like him. Uh, but yeah, uh, the birthday boner. Away! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! 
Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. Oh, and uh, thanks to Tim Carmel for sending me a good uh, good laugh today. Uh, <laughs> not that kind of laugh, but he sent me a text huh. of a picture of a sticker in his that's in, in his office at work. And uh, let me see if I, I I can find it real quick. Um, just so, uh, yeah, he has a, a you know how they those, those stickers you put on the back of your car they're like the white ovals and it has like the abbreviations of towns and stuff on them or or whatever or, or countries. Mm-hmm. Well, he has one mm-hmm. that says P I X B R G Pittsburgh. So he sent me that picture. Thank you for that, Tim. That gave me a good laugh on the commute home today. Uh, Yin's guys. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, and uh, if the ho- hopefully the blizzard, uh, you know, if if the, if the blizzard doesn't arrive, I will do some shopping at Pants and At. So, uh, did you so, uh, did you happen to notice the uh, the Pittsburgh erotica that I sent on the uh, chat this afternoon? Oh, I missed it. No, I'm sorry. What was that about? Oh boy, I'd have to go find it again. It's oh. um. I'm sorry. No, it's just um, you know, it's it's Pittsburgh centric. Um, it's kind, of, it's a joke, but it's it's <clears throat> supposed to be like Pittsburgh centric uh, erotica in the um, in the vernacular of the Pittsburghian. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, I will track that down for for next Friday, and uh, I'll read from it. So, for all yins guys. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, no, thank you for that. I'll, I'll look it up, but yeah. And again, in case anybody didn't hear, don't call Skype is, is a dick. Um, and we're going to have to do a work around or a reach around. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and get back to the Rudy stuff because it's, uh, it's bat shit crazy. So. We left off with uh, the. Uh, well, I guess it's just a coincidence that the platform, you know, w- uh, uh, it was changed to be more lenient on Russia and um, make sure that Ukraine couldn't defend itself the way it wanted to as our ally. Uh, and this is uh, uh, Cuomo basically said, "Oh, okay. Well, if if that's the case, that you know, president doesn't understand the platform. Nobody knows what's going on in the campaign. Who knows if anybody's talking to Russia? Well, here's some coincidences you need to explain then. Two coincidences to answer for. The first one is, is Manafort is viable at the head of the campaign when that's going on. Then he's viable at the head of the campaign, giving polling data that winds up having the same faces and places targeted by the campaign that are targeted by Russian trolls. How is that not collusion? It's not collusion. How is it not? Well, because polling data is given to everybody. Oh, my Why God. Why shouldn't have given it to them? It's wrong to give it so to it's them. It's not given to everybody. And I can't oh, speak for Paul Manafort. True. Of course it is. Uh, first of all, the most in- inappropriate, the most inaccurate stuff is internal polling data. All of it is cooked. <laughs> they wound, up, they wound up coming to the same conclusions yeah. about whom to target and where. Well, if you God, give I'm people sure. who are trying to interfere in election information about where to target and whom, you don't see that as collusion. Not with the president of the United States, not with Donald Trump. But Donald with, Trump oh had a minimum God. with his campaign, and the he question becomes, know, what did the president know. know? He and I didn't know he about didn't know, that until know. you I'm uh, saying you did. I'm I asking about Rudy's taking he his did not Adderall. know about it until it was revealed a few weeks ago in an article. 
I still haven't seen the testimony. I've seen the article, which is based on leaks. Question. So I don't know what was actually said, what Question. was actually done. Question At this point, I have no real solid knowledge anything like that was done. All okay. I have is what was leaked to a newspaper, probably unethically. Why can't I remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> All I have is stuff from an article. Uh, it, it reminds me of that scene from The Jerk. All I need is this lamp in this chair. <laughs> um, yeah. I love lamp. Uh, but yeah, it, it's the He's only the way attorney. Trump learned about this is in an article a couple weeks ago. Are you fuck? Are you at uh, John Britavo? I'll try and channel my best John Britavo. Are you shitting me? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know it's not as good, but hat tip to John Britavo. But I, I mean, seriously, Joe, what, what, what is this? What is this? No collusion. No collusion. <laughs> oh my god. This is um this is Rudy losing his mind. This is Rudy's brain turning to liquid and then pouring out of his ears. Yeah. This is the mayor of nine eleven. The hero of nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some some people in the in the America's uh, mayor. New York area say that uh, some of what happened in nine eleven uh, was his fault because he he's the one that moved the uh, the well, yes. po- police into the twin well, towers. Le- yeah, let's yes. not let's not get into that uh, right. But on. I don't want to get into the weeds yeah. on that. But but yeah. but uh, the man's the man's brain is obviously turned to a, a, a liquid that you find in a cesspool. Mm. Yeah, he Bobber. has fallen so far. Oh yeah. Bobber? I guess that's that's why I said the mayor of nine eleven. Yeah, How I think they called him. He um, has fallen. I think it was uh, yeah, but I think they called him America's mayor and the hero of nine eleven, at least sarcastically a lot. But Bobber, go was, ahead. Was that was that before or after he married his cousin? Mm. <laughs> God damn it! I was taking a drink of beer when you said that. Oh, that almost went up my nose. It almost went up my nose. So, uh, but yeah, I'll uh, give you that. He's here all night, folks. Um, but to be fair, there was no proof it was her cousin. And marrying your cousin isn't a crime, even if there was proof. Well, and even if there was proof and it is a crime, it's not It's not true. Or at least, uh, you know, okay. I, it, he okay. might not remember. I'm going to nominate Joe to be Rudy Giuliani's TV lawyer. Well, there you go. That's right. I could be. Because... Is his, his, his anger translator? No. <laughs> or a situation <laughs> translator? And even if it was his cousin and it was true and it was a crime, he didn't commit it because he can't commit a crime because he's Rudy. Sure. And he can't remember Rudy if Rudy can't his, commit a crime. He can't remember if it's his cousin or not. Why can't I remember? I love that. Um, and the goal, and the goalposts I move are on wheels. Oh, this, there, there you go. And, and, and do they also sink into the core of the earth too? The oh, they're they're, so. they're on wheels and they're motorized. I can move yeah. them around real quick. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, but um, all right. So, so now I, I don't know if I've hit this or not. It, the hit this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if. Yeah, I'm not. Giuliani hit his cousin. Boom, chick, boom, oh. chick, boom. Just they just play. They played a little game called just the tip. Tip top yeah uh <laughs> oh, god. Uh, oh my god yeah 
I wish I could not remember that. Why can't I remember? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, I don't know if this has been played or not, but if not, I, I, I just want to play this now because it's a very short clip of something the ghoul said in this. It's three seconds long. All right. Listen to this, and I'll tell you what I think I heard. Far as, as he I said know, that, he said it in a gen- well. As far as he knows, that's true. Okay, so it's it comes before. As far as he, so that that was in the first one. But listen real close what he says before. As far as he know, you, you know, uh, yeah. As far as, as he I said know, that, he said it in a gen- well. As far as he knows, that's true. He said it in a. Gen- he said it as a. G- did he say it as a joke? Did he say it in a general sense? What was Giuliani going to say before he said, "As far as he knows, that's true." As far as, as he I said know, that he said it in a. Gen- well, as far as he knows, that's true. Did you see? Did you catch that? What yeah. the fuck was he going to say there? I think generic. As far as, as he I said know, that he said it in a. Gen- well, as far as he knows, that's true. Because the gif? next thing he said, <laughs> as far as he knows, that's true. So the the cover of it would be for Giuliani to say in a generic sense. And as far as he knows, that that is true. And if we were going to take this to what I believe is a logical conclusion, Rudy Giuliani, in a a court, could say, I think he was talking about it generically. Wow. I think you you could be onto something there. You could be. So... um he gave himself a pass, which kind of amazes me because I I really think that his brain at this point is sort of I don't know, it's sort of spongy. Shart. You get shart on the brain. Um Alright, so this clip is what I call whirlwind of nonsense. <laughs> so, um here you go. I'm unleashing the whirlwind. Put on your uh Put on your rain, your slickers, everyone. You heard what uh, Mr. Barr said yesterday, right, about Bob Mueller, right? He I cannot he imagine him doing mm. anything. That Hold on. Let's see what he said about Bob Mueller real quick, because I forgot I was going to play that. <laughs> I was going to play that before it. Uh, listen to the, here's, uh, again, Seth Meyers' team put this together. Uh, so good, good for them. It was a very brief meeting where... Okay, I'm sorry. I should give it a little more setup. He was asked in the confirmation uh, about the um, his relationship with Donald Trump and if he'd met him before and what was the nature of the meeting, and this is what it was. It was a very brief meeting where, uh, essentially, uh, the president wanted to know. You know he, he said, oh, you know Bob Mueller. How well do you know Bob Mueller? And I told him how well I knew Bob Mueller. And he was interested in that, wanted to know, you know, what I thought about, you know, Mueller's integrity and so forth and so on. And I said, Bob is a is a straight shooter and should be dealt with as such. So he asked me for my phone number. I gave it to him and I never heard from him again. Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Uh, Did Trump forget about this meeting with Bob Barr before he nominated him, nominated him for AG, you know, is, is he having a hard time remembering? Why things? can't I remember? Anyway, um, it's 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 not Bob Barr. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. What is, what is it? Uh, is that uh, William? I think Bill Barr. Bob Barr was that Bob Barr was the, Bill Barr? Uh, the, the congressman from like the. Oh yeah, I remember Bob Barr. Well, I, I'm I'm sorry, I screwed that up. I, I uh, uh, but anyway, 
uh, let's uh, get now. There, there's the setup for what Cuomo's uh, asking Rudy about before the whirlwind really takes flight here. You heard what uh, Mr. Barr said yesterday, right, about Bob Mueller, right? He I cannot imagine him doing anything that would justify removing him or improper conduct. Do you agree with that about Bob Mueller? No, I, can, I would not say I can't imagine. I would say that the president has not removed him. And this whole idea of obstruction is really stupid because the investigation has come to an end and nobody's obstructed it. I don't think the, I don't think oh. the investigation has come to an end. Look how much was redacted in those okay. Manafort papers. If it, has, if it hasn't come to an end, it's certainly come to an end on conclusion. They either have it or they don't. <laughs> how do you know? We just oh. learned the map. He just said there was collusion. Rudy said there was collusion. <laughs> he said there was co- that first fucking clip in the interview. He said, I never said there was no collusion. There was collusion. Look at all the collusion I got. <laughs> Can at a certain um, point, <clears throat> at a certain point, I know that there were a lot of people in 2016 or 2014, you know, when when Hillary ran, there were a lot of people who said that having a woman president would be bad because they were too emotional. Oh, oh god. Is anybody hearing how emotional all of this Rudy is Giuliani is here. Yeah, and he's the extension of of Trump's psyche. So you know, but anyway, let me explain, uh, let me explain what you're mis- misconstruing, in Mr. Rudy. You're taking his previous statements and comparing, and remembering, and yeah, remembering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why can't okay. I remember? And and that's not fair because. When Stop you it. make a statement and fair. then want to change it's it a couple fair. minutes later. <laughs> Go ahead, John, sorry. Yes, it's not it's not fair to hold a man to what he said a few minutes ago. I mean, if you keep remembering what he said before, or worse yet, if you start taping him. Yeah. I sort of feel and like then playing that maybe, it back, that's not fair. I I'm I sorry. sort of feel like Rudy Giuliani might be too emotional. To be the lawyer for Trump. I agree. But let's get to the, the rest of this clip because that was the real one. It was like, they, they didn't find any collusion. They totally fucking found collusion. They so did. anyway, but we, we got to make this quick because we got we have our guests waiting for us. So uh, here, finishing up this clip. Kind of Ford stuff and it's the most damning stuff well, today. Well, that's not, that's not collusion and hacking and hacking the, uh, the DNC. You, you said it was. Bar. That's worrying oh that is the something inappropriate. No. no, look at the mandate the for pre- the special counsel, Rudy. It doesn't say crimes. It says contact. It says coordination. <laughs> it's not just crimes. The of American course they're investigating the crime. Of proper the Justice government Department isn't a felony. The Justice Department doesn't do ethics investigations. A special counsel can. It can no, be part what? of their mandate, and you no, know that it's right. They're in doing 600. a criminal investigation, and if it, it leading to impeachment, it has to be a high crime or misdemeanor. That's true. Not that, an ethical oh violation. God. That is a political. Well, they standard. have gotten so beyond. They have gotten so beyond their scope that it's absurd. How has he gotten beyond an his ethics, scope? And ethics. How has he gone beyond the scope? Yeah. At least four, four degrees of separation. He begins with collusion. He goes to a completely phony obstruction investigation, which Barr How has written. How is it phony with all of the things that the president has done with respect to this investigation? Because if you were at the obstruct- DOJ, Rudy, and you watched the president 
doing these kinds of conversations with Comey, asking people to leave, asking for loyalty, Every asking right to, to go that. easy on Flynn. Every and then right he to says, then he brings in Rosenstein. They write up a memo about why he's got to go. The president says include Russia. He says no. He gets upset. They get rid of Comey. He then says it was about Russia. If you were hearing those oh, kinds oh of things my, at the DOJ, oh you wouldn't God. say... What the hell is this guy doing? And Why then is I would, he doing then I, all this? Then, then I would calm down. I'd read the law, and I'd find out that Article oh. 2 of the Constitution of the United States, which I took he an oath down? to uh, uphold, which apparently Mueller's people have forgotten, gives the president the authority to fire people. Not for any reason. Uh, well, for any reason, but a criminal reason, it'd have to be like something like, obstruction is not based on something like, oh, my oh God. please go easy on Flint, which he never said, by the way. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah so. he kind of did too. Yeah, he sort of did. He did a little bit. <laughs> um, so, so the one thing in there I loved is that the ghoul is like, no, 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 don't. This is a criminal investigation, and he brings up impeachment, and I'm like, that's kind of awesome. But yeah, they can investigate everything. Uh, you know, go go see Ken. What Ken Starr did. <clears throat> You know, he actually said that the justice, the Department of Justice can't investigate ethical investigations. That is patently false. Yeah, that's that. I'm I'm I a dumb guy when it comes to so stuff far like that. To say that's, that's a lie. A liar. You're you're a liar. You're a liar, Trump Giuliani. Um. So. Wow, that was a whole bunch of shit into what fifteen. Oh. Jesus, yeah. That was. Twenty pounds of shit in a one pound bag. Um, Amen, brother. Yeah. So you, anyway, I'll give, the, I'll give you the I'll give you the Yeah, that's true. The adoption is finalized. Uh, it's a spiritual. It's a spiritual adoption. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. I'm sorry we don't have more time to discuss that, but we'll have time at the end of the show because I actually have one more Rudy clip and a couple other things I want to get to. Uh, ben Shapiro, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, Talking about he's babies. Adorable. <laughs> he, he's he's y'all are gonna like oh him god. he's so sweet oh my god he's mm. so horrible uh so anyway we got we got around to the break We're, we got the game coming up i don't think our guest is gonna stay uh past the end of the show because i don't know necessarily politics or their bag but uh we'll probably give them a little bit of extra time um to talk about some things that they want to talk about i don't mind running over if everybody else doesn't uh because we did start a little bit late but anyway we're going to run to the break uh we'll be right back with uh who goes there on turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick so new and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com it is safe to state that the grandchildren of some of the people in this theater will not be born on Earth. They come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead. Zombies guided by a master plan for complete domination of the Earth. Plan 9 from outer space. Starring the most frightmarish cast ever, Bella Lugosi, the seductive vampire, and Thor Johnson as the walking dead. Turn off your electrode gun! No! 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 
You fool! Bullets bounce off their bodies. Rockets, missiles, jets cannot stop their death ships. What earthly power can stop this terror? For a glimpse of things to come, see this blast of screen suspense. For it could be happening right now. And now, on with the show. Ah, the curiosity of youth. On the road to ruin, may it ever be so adventurous. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And real quick, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi, thank you. I'm eating some cake right now. <laughs> okay. And, uh, of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hello. It's going to snow here. So. Oh, no. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, joining us as well, um, Mr. Uh, Bob Rouse, uh, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so. Uh, we're going to, uh, get, um, okay. Uh, where is that? Um, I'm trying to look for, uh, our guest here and I just, oh, seriously, I, uh, okay. Hold on one second. For some reason, I, why can't I find his name in here? This is ridiculous. Um, okay, so no, that's clue Skype, one. Skype sucks. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you would you would know pretty pretty quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, seriously, close that. And okay, there we go. And we're gonna go ahead and see. This is such a pain in the butt. They don't want me to to add people to the call. Skype sucks. It really does. And um, let me see. My apologies, everybody. This is uh, sk new Skype is really sucking royally right now. So let me let me see if I can um, uh, add to call dial pad. I'm gonna, just gonna have to do that. Uh, so all right, let me go ahead and get our guest number plugged in here. I'm gonna scroll back and find it real quick. And, um, man, I can't believe that. Okay, so, uh, uh, there it is. Okay, cool. All right. So, it, I, it wouldn't let me, 
wouldn't let me find him in in the context to add. I had to type in the area code. Ridiculous. Hello. Well, there he is. You're Michael our, Cohen. Our, 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 no, he's not Michael <laughs> hey. Cohen. Uh, you guessed already. Not fair. Well, all right, everybody. Bob I'm Mueller. I'm sorry Bob for. Mueller. I'm sorry for the uh, uh, yeah, maybe Bob Mueller. I'm sorry for the delay on that. Skype has been acting up with letting me add phone calls since the upgrade. Robert, our guest, Robert, everyone. Hey. Um, so, uh, hi Robert, yeah. you can go ahead and say hi to uh, Rain. Hi, Rain. And another How fella, uh, uh, Rain. You want to say hi? Hello, about? Robert. There you go. And uh, we also have. But and Rain and Bob, her husband, are both out of Washington D.C. So here's Bob as well. Hi, Bob. Howdy, howdy. And Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe. Hi, Mr. Mueller. Hi, Mr. Mueller. So, <laughs> all right. Hello. So, so Robert, uh, we appreciate you joining us here. We're going to start the game right now. I have a jingle to play. Okay. And then we'll uh, get to our panelists uh, and have them ask you questions. Well, who's this? Person of some importance, as I believe. Ah, you represent Earth's best, then. We don't know who you are, but... What was your name again? Who the hell is that? You know who you are, and nobody's going to change that. Just don't have your name on Look, it! Look, I don't really know what it is that you do here, nor do I give a shit. Who the hell are they? Who is well, doing this, and how? I'm afraid. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Say my name. I don't know the name. I can't remember the name, but it's very nice. Which question would you like me to answer? Who goes there? Yes, who goes there is the game, and uh, our panelists are ready to ask Robert uh, a variety of different questions. And Robert, of course, you don't have to volunteer too much information. And I, of course, will be the arbiter of uh, whether or not a, a line of questioning is relevant to... Uh, who goes there? So, okay. Uh, do you want me to sign in first? Uh, yeah, the guest book is uh, off to your left there. So go ahead. Uh, so, oh, that's right. You get to sign because uh, the yes, yeah, so you had to sign in when everybody was blindfolded. But fortunately, everybody here is kind of blindfolded. So my uh, virtual but, chalkboard. There you go. There you go. All right. So, uh, so uh, I'm glad uh, Robert knows the game. Uh, everybody does. Uh, Joe was a fan of uh, What's My Line as well. So, mm-hmm. here we go. Um, let's start. We'll, we'll go alphabetically. Uh, so, Bobber, why don't you start off and ask Robert your first question? Hmm. <clears throat> Are you in the legal industry? No. All right, Joe, there's one strike against you guys. Ask Robert a question. Do do you work in the social services field? No. All right, Rain. You're up, Rain. You're not muted, are you? Rain? Yes, I'm muted. I was just trying to think. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not in social services. He's not in the legal legal industry, correct? Correct. Are you a a capitalist? A a what? Capitalist. Um... I, I would I would say by default of just being an American, yeah, he's a capitalist. Um, um, 
you know. Does it, it pertain to but my identity? No. <sighs> In a sense, but not not really uh, in the traditional sense. I would say. I would say that there is, um, if you're looking at capitalism in the material sense, yes, ish. But it, it's not really oh, oh, something. It, it, it's not like capitalism in the sense of like a, a, a broker or something like that. You know, it's um, it, it is. I will say that. Yeah, I real I don't think it really pertains. I mean, there there it, it, it's But we'll say we'll say yes in the my, general my sense. My questioning Go of ahead. capitalist wasn't like, you know, you're a hedge fund manager. No, no, I understand. It but no, I simple. would say by default of him being an American, yes, he is a capitalist. Uh who he is in the context of this game has a little bit to do with capitalism but not necessarily in the traditional or everyday sense. So you can ask okay. another question. Um, do you work for an NGO? No. Okay. Three strikes against you. Bobber goes back to you. Um, hmm. Are you in the entertainment field? Yes. Yes, uh, that that's an absolute yes, yes. and um, it is definitely not in the traditional sense as one might expect. But that's in a very a very important aspect of why Robert is here. Okay. Um. So, working in the in the entertainment field, one would not consider you a an entertainer. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we could consider you somebody who works behind the scenes in the entertainment industry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That uh, I will give a little caveat to that. Um, uh. He does uh, work behind the scenes in the entertainment industry, but it's uh, it's not at the core of why he's on the show. But it's important. It's kind of an adjacent thing to why he's here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Have you worked with Kenny in the entertainment field? Kenny, do you want yeah. to answer that one? I, Absolutely. It's hard for Ab me to yes. qualify. Yes, um, and it, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, now that you take me back, I would have to say yes, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, this is getting interesting. <laughs> um, so you're you sort of work. Sort of capitalism, sort of in the in the you're in the entertainment field behind the scenes. I wouldn't focus too much on the capitalism. I uh, 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 you know it's it's not it's not really relevant, but it is a, a, a very minor aspect. That's so, but I wouldn't focus. On. Um. So if, if you're behind, wait a minute. Did I, did, I, did I mention management already? 
Um, or did I just mention that? You might mention legal. You didn't mention any kind of management. Okay, and you said not legal. Okay. Um, are you more in the um, technical side of the um, entertainment field? I'm going to say no. Kenny, if you want to qualify I will, that, yeah, I, that's I'll say I'll say no. There is some technical. Uh, uh, there there are some technical things that Robert does that are again adjacent to why he's here, but for the most part, it's not why he's here. Okay. So uh, yeah, so that's a no. So yeah, so you got right. Uh, all right. Moving on, Joe. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Do you uh, create a product? Um, kind of. Yeah, I, I would. I would say yes. Um, but um, it's it goes more that it, it that that goes along with the adjacent technical thing i was talking about not necessarily why he's here but it's kind of a byproduct of why he's here i okay i'm i'm, I'm almost willing to guess at this point but well joe it, well, joe still gets to keep going i know i know i know <laughs> I'm just saying. okay is your product more in the line of a service rather than a thing an item no. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of both. Um but um but yeah, it's more more of a thing. But again, that is yeah. that is also adjacent to uh yeah. why he's here. So all right, Rain, what do you got? What are you adjacent to? Well, you can't. You, it has to be a yes or no question. Are you adjacent to yes or no? My answer would be no. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is he's here for a reason, but the reason he is here, um, the reason he the reason he is here has caused other things in his life to happen. But we're not here to talk about the other things that have happened in his life. We're here to talk about the one thing that happened that maybe, you know, led to those other things to a certain degree. Now I'm confused. Uh, oh, no, you're not. Kidding. Come Thank on. You. <laughs> so, okay. So you're not adjacent to anything. Yeah, he no, is. No, like Captain Beefheart <laughs> said, I only stick around for my friends. So, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> So, uh, all right. So, so Rain, uh, you can ask an actual question if you want, unless you're too confused yeah. and you want to pass. I'm not that confused. Okay. I'm deep in thought. All right. Do you blog? No. Okay. All right. So, uh, Bobber, back to you. You said you you might be ready to guess. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down a little bit more. Um, okay. So. Uh, do you work with uh, recording, like recording music? 
I'm going to say no in this instance because it doesn't pertain to why Kenny has me on the show, but I have yeah. in the past in a different lifetime, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't pertain to this, though, at all. Yeah, okay. I, I'll, just, I'll I'll say this uh, right off the bat is uh, is Robert used to work in radio, but that is not anything to do with what we have here. So, um, can I interrupt? Uh, you, I'll allow it. Robert has been on the show before. No, not on this show. Okay. But I, I, I'll say that he's been on our network before. Uh, so anyway, so uh, but yeah, all right. So we left off with with Bob, and uh, I'm not going to count that one since I, I allowed a little interjection. So Joe, go ahead. Oh, you guys are you guys are up to eight. Wow, and we're no closer. Um. Do you do most of your work indoors? Yes. Do you do most of your work at a desk? More or less, yes. Yeah, but well, I will uh, say... In Go ahead, this, you can qualify it, this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll say this is, yes, his adjacent work is indoors and takes place at a, at a desk, but... Um, and I'm assuming actually the main reason he's here, yeah, definitely happened indoors, but it really isn't relevant to, um, the reason why he's here. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so you can keep asking questions, Joe. It, it's, it, the, the, the work he does, it, it, it's, I think we've kind of established the reason why he's here is not because of any work. So the reason you're here <laughs> is not because of what you do for a living. Correct. Yes. Okay. So one might it's say it's because of so you're here are you you're here because of some relationship with Kenny Pick. Kenny? Yes. Um Yet I will say well, I would yes, say qualified yes. A, a qualified yes, it, but that I, I is not. I kind of recognize this voice. But the relationship, uh, the relationship with me. Oh, I better start talking like this. So then. there you go. <laughs> the relationship <laughs> with me is not the reason he's here. Um, uh, although, uh, well, it is because I know him and I invited him on. But I will say this: we have. A shared connection, but his is no, no. I'm not going to say that. We, we 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 have shared interests. We have shared interests. I'll say that. But his is extremely unique as to why he's interested in what I'm interested in. Okay, so this the this occupation or whatever you're involved in that brought you here tonight. Steer away from occupation. To... It's not an occupation. Uh -huh. It's not an occupation. No, no, I, Steer... I know. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It isn't what you do for a living. It's more or less, would you say, it's more or less a uh, a hobby of yours. Well, that's a tough one, but I, I mean, I would lean towards yes on that one, in a uh, sense. 
I'll let you have the yes on that, but I would say that the the tangential stuff, the adjacent stuff, is more kind of the hobby than what the core thing is. But I'll let you have that. I'll let you have another question, Joe. Yeah. Okay, so this is more, uh, would we more call this a, a sideline? No. So what would you do? Well, here's uh, the, here's the in thing. In a way, yes. Yeah, in a way. Basically, what it is is the reason why he's on is the reason why he does other things that aren't related that <laughs> that are that are related to why he's on. But he's not on to talk about the other things he does until you guys guess who he is. <laughs> there, yeah. we all need to get like five other questions. I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll, what I what I what I try to clarify is is yes. that we're not trying to guess. It's not like what's my line where it's what he does. We're, it's I'm who just he trying is. To define what we're trying it's to who, define here. Who he is. What are we trying? We're trying to define why he's here, or we're what trying he does. to define. Well, I'm saying why he's here is who he is. Okay, it's it's ooh existential. It, yeah, it's 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 kind of like okay. almost okay, like I got a question. I'm throwing it out there. Are you a pagan? <laughs> I wouldn't do two yeah. pagans in a row, but he might be. But it's not related. So, but no, are but you? I am. Oh, he I'm is a pagan. Relate. Our yes. first our first uh, guest was a pagan. So uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh. Did you ever have a show on Indie Media Weekly? Um, no. Well, I, uh, one down I, and three no, to go. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Um, I'm kidding. You, he, he did. Uh, he was part a part of a show on Indie Media Weekly. But I will say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I misheard the question. No, that's okay. He was part of. I know your a, voice. Damn it! Hold, don't hold on. Know who you are, but one second. I, part of a sorry. singular show. On Indie Media Weekly, okay, an episode. Okay. Not, not, not. Uh, no, a singular show. So he was part of a show that was on Indie Media Weekly. A special. Okay, he was in on a special on Indie Media Weekly. Did the special have to do with food? food? That was no. my question. No. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. All right, food. Rain. No, it didn't have to do with food. No, um, no. okay. Rain. No, I was, my, my oh, thing sorry, was food. I heard some cutting out there. No, that's okay. I know, I know, I know what this is. Skype, Skype's do, getting do, goofy. Do people really call you Robert? No. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, so uh, th- that's a no but it's you know it doesn't matter that's because we know we're using aliases in this game right 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 so but rain rain get ask your next question for robert i i don't have another question i don't have another question you're gonna pass i'm kind of really this is all very very 
confusing to me because well you know what it's i'm glad it is because uh there <laughs> it's kind of appropriate that it's very confusing really right robert <laughs> i'm a little bit muddled myself uh yeah my mind's in a muddle here um yeah i know this voice you know, i know and, this voice and, and you know what i played before we came back on air uh robert is i actually even gave a clue that most people probably don't know but i played this ah the curiosity of you on the oh, road to one. ruin may it ever be so adventurous there you go so all right rain you're passing so we'll give it to to bobber so is your is your common interest have to do with horrors uh, like cheesy horror cinema? Uh, I would say that's probably a yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. That that does absolutely. Our our common interests are that, but mine is much more of a fan, and Bob's is a little closer to home. Hmm. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you a director? No, I'm not. He's not. Goes to Joe. Are you an actor? No, I'm not. Goes to Rain. Are you a producer? No, I am not. All right, back to Bobber. Do you work for Kenny Pick? <laughs> no, I do not. No. no. So we won't um, count that as a no, though. Yes. Yeah, so, no, we won't. We won't mark that against you. But uh, go ahead, Bobber. We got three. Yeah, three more chances. Are you involved in like uh, fan um, fan pursuits? Like I, I don't know, not in the fan fiction, but like um, conventions. Um, your first part of the question, I would say yes to, but the second part, I would say no to. Kenny, I'll let you be the arbiter. I'll, I'll, I'll let Bobber ask another question and follow up to that. There you go. So, um, so you're, you, you, you write fan fiction for cheesy horror movies? No, I do not. Ah, damn it. No. So, um, but it, there's so much that's so close to the the side thing from all of this. But um, uh, let me see if I can get one more audio clue in here uh, for everybody. And before we pass it to Joe, um, let me see. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, here. Oh. <laughs> There's an audio clue. There you go. I I also have an I, I have another one here for you. Uh, this is uh this is uh here we go. Uh, Joe, listen to this. You've got to get through that door. Uh. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that cracked me up. That's okay. So, Joe, do you have do you have any uh clues at this point? Oh, or any geez. any hints or any guesses? Um, I'm sorry, questions. Okay, do you have anything to do with old time radio shows? Is that why you're here? No, I do not. Sorry. <sighs> one last one, Rain. Do you want to take the last question or do you want to pass? I 
do I get the question back? No, there's only you guys only have one one more shot to 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 get a right answer. Uh, well, if you get one more wrong answer, you're you're done, and then we reveal who Robert is. Oh, Robert, are you from Texas? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, sorry, let's, Bob. Let's give, let's give them like, one just, more last chance. He just one threw the gun. Sorry, through the gun. Uh, all right, all right. So, okay, through the gun. I'll give everybody one more question. I'll give everybody one more question. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So, Bob, back to you, Bobber. Do you do uh, audio for uh, for? Movies or, or or radio? No, no, I do not. No, not at this point. No. And, and when I did do audio, it was for theater. It wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with what why Kenny has me here. So okay. it was totally separate. Joe, do you have anything to do with music? Well, we already established not, not in regard to this question. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, that is a non-answer. No, no I used it's to play true. And dance, but it doesn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, he used to work in radio. He he worked in theater. He he was in bands, but it has zero to do with why he's here. Yeah. So, uh, I thought you guys were going to get it when I told you he was part of a special on indie it, it, media. It's weekly. up to Dorothy Kilgallen so, at this point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe or Jim, Bill Cullen. Either Jim, one of them. Is, Jim Bacchus might take off your mask. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Rain. Uh, do you want one last question there? No, I don't. I recognize this voice, and I, no, I don't. Well, well, you should, because uh, Robert. Why don't you tell everybody who you really are right now? Well, I'm I'm my name is Bob Blackburn and I am one of the heirs of the estate of Ed Wood. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Edward D. Wood Jr., uh the legendary writer, actor, director who did such mar- magnificent films as Glenn or Glenda, uh Pl- Bride of the Monster, Plan 9 from Outer Space and um, Orgy of the Dead and many, many, many others. And a, a voluminous writer, uh, Bob, uh, I won't tell uh, everybody how you became the heir of Edward. I'll leave that to you. But uh, He became the heir because somebody died. Well, well, there you go. There's a little <laughs> absolutely on point. There's, a, but there's a Bingo, there's, you got that. There, it's a blunt. It's it, and and we actually detailed this story on the Ed Wood special I did last October in time for Halloween. That's where I remember. Yeah, some yeah. That's where you heard my voice. I'm sure God was yeah. on that special. You were so, so close. So you tell ever tell. It was on the tip of your head. Tell everybody who yeah, you're. I never would have guessed this ever. It, yeah, I knew it would be hard. I knew it would be hard, but I was like, "It's it, you know, it it, it was just too and, cool," and, and I had to get Bob on the show. So, <laughs> but I'm sorry so basically, for asking you so many rude questions. I just no, 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 no nothing no. was rude. He knew no, what no, was no. coming. I, I, I used coming. to watch What's My Line all the time, as well as uh, all all these other game shows mm-hmm. you know, of the fifties and sixties and stuff. So. 
for me, it was kind of is very fun to to play it, and I realized how hard it was for you guys, and I kind of wanted to keep going, you know, like oh well, no, you're so close, but let's go this other direction. Yeah, you know? I I tried too to steer, uh, and I know not everybody's that familiar with Ed Wood movies, so that's why I was playing clips. The one clip I played, the you've got to get through that door. That was Johnny Depp as Ed Wood from the movie yeah. Ed Wood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh. But yeah, so uh, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, tell everybody how you ended up becoming uh, the heir to uh, the Ed Wood uh, estate. Well, it, it's a long story, but here, here's the, the short synopsis. I moved from uh, Seattle to, uh, to Hollywood in 1989 uh, to work in radio for the Westwood One Radio Network. And um, I, in my apartment, there turned out to be this lady whom I found out later through a documentary uh, that was screened at a local film festival of Ed Wood films that I attended, um, was actually Kathy Wood, who was Ed Wood's widow. And I later heard, this is in 19, early 1990s, 1992, 93, I heard from a mutual friend that uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Tim Burton were going to be making a movie about her husband. So even though we were just passing neighbors, I decided to go down and say hello to her and let her know about this. And she was shocked and surprised. And I actually helped her get an entertainment lawyer. And we became friends. And I have no family in, in, uh, in L.A., and so I just used to go down to her apartment and chat with her, and we became close friends until she passed away in 2006. And when she passed away, um, I became one of her two heirs, which kind of made me one of the heirs to Ed, her, her husband. So there oh, you go. Oh, wow. And so you yeah, ended it's a, up... It's a pretty, pretty wild story. It's, so... it's also a nice story. Yeah, it really is. And it's in the longer form and I will put a link to the podcast for uh, all of this in uh in the in, the, sh- in the show notes. Uh and I'll share it with all of our turnips uh, for you to go back and re-listen to it because it's a great story and you know our podcast is actually uh you know uh me and Bob and two other guys who are uh, big Ed Wood fans for various different reasons, but right, um, right. but yeah. So so and then in turn, some of the things that Bob inherited were some very rare copies of books uh, that Ed Wood had written, and Bob has been the uh, the editor uh, of a bunch of. Uh, uh, compilations well, or uh, two, anthologies. Two, yeah, two collections of some anthologies of Ed's short fiction that he wrote for uh, uh, nudie magazines in the early 1970s. Um, one that came out about three or four years ago called Blood Splatters Quickly, which is the title of one of his short stories. And there's a new volume of about 60 of his short stories coming out here in the next month or so called Angora Fever, which uh, right. Ed was a cross-dresser and he had a penchant for wearing Angora. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of why I took the name for that, for that collection of uh, short fiction. So. I love it. I love it. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Bob, uh, I, I'm so, I'm so proud of what you've accomplished with the, the first book. Can't wait for the, the new one to come out. And Thank I you. really, really appreciate you taking time out to be on the show. And I'd like to just have you back on to, uh, shoot the shit after this with everybody about what time so we might make you talk about trump though if that's all right i hate trump yeah (laughs) good (laughs) if if that's all right (laughs) that's that's very good because one of my favorite clips to play on the show is this hey trump fuck 
Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Thank so. <laughs> you. I appreciate that. I'm all I'm all for that. I'm all over that. All right. All right. Very good. So yeah, we're Thank we're you, man. we're some we're some hardcore lefties here. But uh all right. Okay. Bob, thanks for being on. We really appreciate it. Uh, I think we stumped them. And thank you all for playing along. And I, I, I really enjoyed uh, being able to uh, to connect with everybody on this. And and hopefully we'll. Well, I can't say we'll do this again down the road because now you know. But oh, I um, know maybe we'll get a chance to chat. Yeah, you knew my voice. Oh, I, like I did. See, I know See? you did. There you go. <laughs> but no, yeah, definitely, Bob. We're going to get you back on the show, and we'll we'll uh, we'll cool. just talk about whatever. You know, I'd love to actually uh you know do I got some more lo- stories man yeah I, I got kathy wood stories you'll like oh excellent like all right well balls flying and hitting the house like charles fort you know, <laughs> things like that sounds I'm excellent <laughs> uh, no no i i believe you i believe you uh but yeah that that's uh yeah we'll we'll get you back on and again ladies okay. and gentlemen bob blackburn uh go uh Thank you, if if you uh want to find uh well there, you run the facebook group ed wood Right, one of them, yeah, 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 one of them. So there, there's a couple of them out there, but I do run one of them. So. If you feel, if you're look, a big look, Ed, look on Kenny's yeah. Facebook page and then jump yes. to the connection, and I'll I'll add y'all. Yeah, yeah. Send me, send me. Uh, if you want to know more, uh, I'll I'll steer you in the right direction. So, all right, Bob. All right, have, thank you. Have Kenny. a great night. Talk to you soon. Take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, all. Bye. 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 All right, that was fun, wasn't it? (laughs) I would have not, never in a million years. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I'm trying to make it challenging for you guys. So, uh, but yeah, Bob Blackburn, beautiful man, uh, wonderful stories to tell. I had a great time doing the Ed Wood uh, special with him, Um, and uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get him back on. And hey, if he hates Trump. He'll love us. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, uh, good job, guys. Noble effort. You were so close. You really were edging in there. Um, but, you know, again, his story is so big and strange and wonderful. It, it wouldn't be hard to, to figure that out. And I knew that. I knew that going in. So, uh, all right. Well, let me see. Man, I, I feel like we need some. Uh, some Ed Wood themed music now. And I actually have a song called Criswell Predicts, uh, which was, um, it, it, oh, yeah, you know, because Criswell was one of the. Um, uh, wait, where is my. Oh, no, I don't think I have it. Um, mm, not going to happen. So uh, we'll, we'll find something else uh, along those lines. I don't know. I'll find a song here in a, in a couple seconds. We'll be right back uh, with the last uh, abbreviated segment of Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition right after this. Thank you again, Bob Blackburn. That was great. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go twee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Lights out, everybody. 
Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where's it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And thank you, Los Angeles, California, because that's where Bob Blackburn is from. Uh, So uh, that was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had fun. I knew it would be difficult, but you guys really were getting so close. You were so close. You were. were. You were. We all could have used a couple of extra questions. I could have used about four more shows. (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's no way i was gonna guess that i thought for sure when i told you it was a special on indie media weekly but you know uh it's all right i forgive you all so uh anyway welcome back uh everybody uh francie thank you uh she she had high praise for uh bob bob blackburn and uh she said what a very cool guest and we appreciate that and uh and heather said i'm a hardcore lefty too cool so uh but yeah so anyway i am paraphrasing her i could uh, yeah yeah she says i'm a hardcore lefty good uh so all right everybody um i have a little bit more audio i want to get to are you guys okay to go five ten minutes extra sure yeah sure all right so uh let's get back to rudy real quick oh my god uh, again, we left off with, you know, the first clip was, I never said there was no collusion. And then he ended with, there was no collusion. The collusion investigation's over. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of time. <laughs> uh, why can't I remember? Why can't I remember? Uh, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> a confederacy, a confederacy of Fredos. You know, there's that book, a confederacy of dunces. the The Trump cult is a confederacy of Fredos. So, um, here we go. The last clip from the Cuomo Rudy interview was about all of the various meetings 
Trump had uh, with with Putin, plus Manafort, you know, changing the, the changing the the platform, no collusion, blah blah blah. I mean, it's just it's more of a whirlwind of nonsense. But uh, there's some good nuggets in here to suss out because he's not doing Trump any favors, and I love that about him. He keeps meeting with Putin. He takes the interpreter's notes. He Who? won't talk to him. He met the, with Putin twice. The president. No, he's met no. with him several times. Five times. Real meetings with this. Five times as 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 White House squatter, and before then he bragged about meeting with Trump, uh, Putin a few times. And he sent him a nice note. He sent me a letter with a pretty gift. Some prostitutes that peed on a bed. Um, you know, I, I mean, no, no. There there have been. He's met. He's met Trump. Or, I'm sorry. He's met Putin a lot. See now, Rain, you got me started. You know, Putin, Trump, Russia, all three words interchangeable. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So continue. But meeting was the only real big meeting. But he's on the phone with him. He's meeting not with really? him. Not really. He's not on the phone well, with. But Putin several times what? where he hasn't talked to his staff about what happened. He took an interpreter's notes. They don't want to impart what was the in the conversation. Well, that was, that's up to the that's up to the president. I mean, there are there are president has to conduct our business with some degree of confidentiality. He can't be he can't you can't take notes on everything. I in mean, this context, the interpreter takes notes and you say, "Give me those." Well, don't talk to anybody about either this. they either the, if the collusion happened, it happened a long time ago. It's either provable or it's not. It is not provable because it never happened. What do you mean but, if it happened? You, I thought, but he said it did happen in that first <laughs> clip. Do I need to play the first clip again? I think I need to play the first clip again. Just the first part. Mr. Mayor, false reporting is saying that nobody in the campaign had any contacts with Russia. False reporting is saying that there has been no suggestion of any kind of collusion between the campaign and any Russians. Because now you have Paul Manafort giving poll data that winds up leading to this coincidence. Well, you just misstated my position. I never said there was no collusion between... I never said there was no collusion, but, you know, um, but then he went on to say there was never any collusion. He used to say there was absolutely no chance it happened. I'm telling you there's no chance it happened with the president How do you explain Manafort? But it's his campaign, Rudy. Doesn't that matter? I have no idea, never have, what other people were doing. But he ran his campaign. It's not like the guy who we met at the shoeshine shop. He also may have had an agenda (laughs) of his own. Didn't these guys owe him a lot of money? But who else knew what he was doing? He didn't change a party platform by himself. He, he didn't, didn't get change polling party data platform. by himself. By the way, Manafort wasn't involved in that either, by the way. Go talk to the people who were what involved in that. What a coincidence. Really? He changed the party platform in the same way that the Russians wanted. Well, whatever. The president didn't know about whatever. it. Whatever. It was changed <laughs> back to a very acceptable uh, position. It was a stronger softened. position than, than present government policy. Absolutely not. Much stronger than the Obama And now position. they're trying to relieve and sanctions on one of the harder. guys who are being looked at in the probe. And Trump has been harder with sanctions on Russia than Obama was. Congress forced his hand, and now what? they're trying to relieve sanctions on one of the guys Congress that Mueller's looking at. Congress did not force his hand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, real quick, he said... I don't remember what what uh, Manafort did. Manafort didn't do that. Why can't I remember? <laughs> I mean, oh my god! All right, who wants who wants to go first? <laughs> Joe, Bob, Bob, let Bob let Bob go. Again, Bob, Bob. Bob. you're being on. Un- oh, go ahead. 
Bob. No, I, I, I don't, I don't know how, where you go with that. It's, uh, he's just, you know, he's just shooting off whatever comes up the top of his head. There's, there's no continuity. There's no, you know, larger picture. It's just what, it's, um, what do they call that? Um, um you know, you know, retentive. Where, you know, retentive when you just focus on you know what's in front of your face at that moment. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, an anus, <laughs> a sharding anus. Can I, can I? Can I just? Yeah. All right, Joe. I know you need to go, but I got to get this out go of ahead. my head, out of my face, out of my mouth before I forget this. Because Rudy Giuliani said that Trump did more than Obama ever did, and I think it's pretty Sanctions. important to point out that Obama kicked out a whole bunch of Russians. There were so many sanctions. There were so many he, sanctions in kicking out Russians, and he closed down. He closed down their um, uh, sanctuary or, or whatever the fuck you would have called it at the time in mm. Maryland and in New York. He said, "You all have to leave those places. You have to go." Yeah. Do, am, am I the only one who's remembering this? No, I I, I, I totally remember it. I'm 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 with you 100. percent you know and, the sanctions the Russians, were there. The were kicking people out. Those places just were like trash and computers, and I just mm -hmm. I don't. What uh, is he talking about? I mean, maybe maybe he was he was saying that Obama was weak on, on weak on helping these Russians. You know that yeah. like, Trump's going to be a lot stronger <laughs> yeah. to help them out. And and Rain, this might come as a shock to you. Brace yourself. Are you you're sitting down, right, Rain? I'm gonna. I am sitting in a metal brace. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this to you. But I chair, think but... Rudy Giuliani might have lied there. Oh. I know. Hard to believe. Really? <laughs> Do you need you smelling know. salts after that rain? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right. Let's let Joe. Seriously, Rudy Giuliani is really trying to ask. Every American to forget that President Obama kicked out a ton of Russian ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Uh, but uh, the um, oh, what the? What was I going to say? I don't know. Let Joe, Joe, jump in, <laughs> jump in. I th no, I know what I was going to oh. say. Uh, I, but I, I don't know why I couldn't remember. Why can't I remember? But I think uh, Giuliani's official title should be a water muddier. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> you you keep being unfair to the man. <laughs> to who? I mean, Rudy. To the ghoul. Oh, oh. Because you keep playing stuff he said, and then you keep playing stuff that contradicts what he said. And that's not fair. You're right. You're right. And because, you know, uh, I, I think like I could say something and then contradict it, and that's not illegal. I think my level of fairness is probably zero with uh, Guliani yeah. at this point. Yeah. Stop so. playing back what he said after he <laughs> says something different. I mean, even if it's only from four minutes ago. <laughs> well, you, you know. Were you ever on network television? I mean, really? I mean, don't you get confused when you're on network TV? I mean, with all those people listening and everything, how could he remember what he said minutes ago? Who, who could ever tell? Stop talking at the pace of Rudy Giuliani. I mean, you know, really, you can't talk. You really about are talking as fast as him. 
And you know talk what? about what happened four minutes ago, it's all in the past. And only, well, as only far as he knows, that's true. what's in the future. Yeah. Or in the present. Well, as far as because he knows, what's in the true. future you don't have. Yeah. It's well, not as far true. As he knows, that's true. It's not true because it happened well, in the as far past. As he knows, that's true. What's happening now is the truth. Well, and we don't even know if it's true. Because now it's true. As far as he knows, that's true. As far as we know, it's over. Because as soon as they say it, it's over. How could it be true? How could it be true if it's not here? And it's not here because we're past it. Joe. There you go. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't saying that at all anyway. That's you can turn that into, this could be an EDM beat. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. Yeah, you know, I'll just keep looping it, you know. Well, as far so as he knows, who? that's true. So. Says who? Says who? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Says Cohen's broken arm and black eye or whatever. <laughs> Says who? Oh, uh, well, as far as he knows, that's true. Says who? That's a great... That You know, as far as he knows, that's true. This audio Says clip... Who? That audio <laughs> clip has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words in it takes Guliani a second to say it. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. I didn't even leave it well, because he puts well in the beginning. Eight words in yeah. one second. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. <laughs> and that is... You know what happened there? His, his, lower, his lower plate slipped. Did you oh. that? Hey, Rudy happened? Giuliani does not have a lower plate. It does, and, and, and they showed it on... Uh, on, on uh, one of the late night shows last night, and the upper and, and lower don't match. Yeah, yeah. the lowers are yellow. He like has an yes. upper plate. Uppers, he has an upper plate, the and then lowers. he has a bunch of candy corn down on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on down <laughs> on the bottom, but it isn't. It isn't human. It isn't human. No, uh, that's, not human tea. that's not human. That's not human. I think it's he either from a possum. It's either. <laughs> it's either wood. It, it could be a, a, a shade of oak. It's not human intelligence! Well, as far as he knows, that's true! So, uh, <laughs> uh, Why can't I remember? So, <laughs> love that clip. Uh, so, all right. I, I think we're just going to play the, the one last clip uh, tonight. And it's uh, Ben Shapiro. It's Ben Shapiro, everybody. Oh. Jeez, do we have to? From the March for March for Life, where it was a March for Life, but apparently he was sitting at a laptop looking down, like shoegazing at a fucking laptop at a march. How does that work yeah. again? He, he you know, didn't march. Yeah, no. I'm just going to go out on a limb and he can all call me out. A March for Life? I don't think he, I don't think he marched. No, I don't think he did either. Uh, but, you know, he and. He's behind. Drums. Oh well, you know, you know, a little fellow like him, you know, he needs to change things up for from time to time. Time to change. Ah, <laughs> uh, and as far as he knows, that's true. Well, as far as he knows, that's true. Uh, oh but yeah, these people, Ben Shapiro, these men, these white men, stop. Uh, but yeah, so uh, here, here's uh, here's Ben Shapiro. Uh, talk, you know how everybody talks about, you know, oh, I'd travel back in time because you can do that, you know. 
Oh, well, I guess we need our clip. We need our little clip. Uh, you know. Yeah, I'd travel back in time and kill baby Hitler. You know, I mean, that was a joke from a Deadpool movie, right? You know, I mean, in, in for some reason, this is a very important subject for Ben Shapiro to tackle at the March for Life. And he says baby Hitler like 18 times in this. And it's the most nonsensical bit of bullshit and listen listen at the end somebody cheers really loud for this <laughs> they want to redeem baby hitler right the, the, oh. the argument i guess here is that would you kill baby hitler and the truth is that no pro-life person on earth would kill baby hitler right because baby hitler wasn't hitler adult hitler was hitler baby hitler was a baby right? what you presumably want to do with baby hitler was take baby hitler out of baby hitler's house and move baby hitler into a better house where he would not grow up to be hitler right that's the idea what uh what what <laughs> yeah i'm sorry I, i'm lost there a minute i Take baby you know hitler. baby so, hitler grew up to become hitler apparently nobody has and, informed and it wasn't was because of his parents well I'd like to travel back in time and take That's baby Ben cool. Shapiro out of, you know, use social <laughs> services and remove baby Ben Shapiro from his household and put him in one that wasn't, you know, LGBTQ, uh, you know, bigots uh, household. You know, it would be nice to, have, you know, put him in a f little flower child household or something like that. Have him grow up and be a productive and intelligent uh, member of society. But guess what, Ben Shapiro? I hate to break this to you, but the the uh, pro-choice movement is not hiding time travel from you, and we're not using it to go back and kill baby Hitler. That's why you can still talk about Hitler, because we didn't kill him. Here's something I If we like went back out. and killed baby Hitler, you wouldn't be able to talk about baby Hitler, because it would be a paradox. Yeah, but then maybe there wouldn't be a Ben Shapiro. Well, hmm. what Ben Shapiro is basically saying is that the pro-choice movement is responsible for Hitler. Well, they somebody, be, somebody be doesn't want to go into overtime for Hitler. First of all, how would you know it was baby Hitler? Did baby Hitler have a I little know. fucking mustache with a stupid Do haircut? Do not overthink this. <laughs> baby not Hitler. Overthink this. Baby Hitler how riding on a pig. Baby Hitler. Baby Hitler. Playing Seahile with his mobile or what? Riding on a pork. Baby Hitler. Uh, was he ben Shapiro doing is Seahile with his mobile or mobile or what? Okay. Right. Eating Wiener Schnitzel, baby Hitler. So, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I, I know we have to end the show, but my my parting shot is that Ben Shapiro is literally blaming the pro-choice movement for Hitler, and I want you all to think about that. Peace.
comes the master. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's also saying that we should have been welcomed. We should have welcomed. I know. I don't know. It's Duke. It's, it's cute. Me. It's so fucking cute. <laughs> it's not that cute. Well, I got some bad news for Ben Shapiro, who has worked for Breitbart, who is adjacent to Infowars. I got some bad news. Your buddy Owen Schroyer. Uh, you know, said this last year. The Las Vegas massacre cover-up, nothing. The JFK files being declassified, Hitler still alive. All the history textbooks we lied, lied to us. I was lied to my entire life about JFK, knowingly by my government. I was lied to my entire life about Hitler, knowingly by my government. And that's just a non-story now. And <laughs> still a non-story. You know, you know, Ben Shapiro didn't even know how to say Nazi. He said Nazi. Yeah, I mean, I was really disappointed with how he said Nazi. Uh, Nazi said You know, that's uh, it was just lazy. Like, he couldn't even say Nazi. He would say Nazi. Living in Long Island points out uh, abortion was outlawed in Nazi Germany. So. But they love putting children's in uh, gas chambers, and even worse. Yeah. So, and in work camps. Should have should have rehabilitated. We need to build a time machine to rehabilitate baby Hitler. That's the whole point of of that. But ben maybe Shapiro we should. Shapiro is just a terrible, terrible person. It, it, it's kind of the dumbest thing anybody could ever fucking talk about. That the March for Life. You're gonna talk <laughs> about dumb. a plot. You're gonna talk about a post-credit scene from a Deadpool movie. And you know the the you know if you had a time machine, would you travel back in time and kill Baby Hitler? No, no, no. As a pro-lifer, I would go back and try and get him out of that household that turned him into a murderous butcher's dictator. Yeah, this is this is stupid. Folks didn't. Do, uh, yeah, it's just dumb. It's just dumb, 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 dumb. dumb. <laughs> Yeah. Hitler is Hitler. He was it, yeah. really a terrible person and he was one of the worst. Shit. One of the worst. So anyway, um Probably next show next show we're gonna talk about traveling back in time and killing baby Trump. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Time travel doesn't exist, but I'm probably gonna get arrested anyway. Um, so anyway. no, you don't, don't kill him. Just put him in, the, in a, with the family that's you know like sharecroppers or something. So he goes sure. really poor. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he'll get a small loan of ten cents from his father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he can go buy a pack yeah. of gum. Yeah. yeah, I got gum. I'm better than you. So <laughs> and then he'll lose it on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> he'll, really. He'll ask for more money. Oh God. So uh, anyway. Um, Let's end on a, 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 a shitty note. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, all we right. had to go there. Parting shots. Thanks once again to Bob Blackburn for being on with us. Uh, I really want to get him back on to talk about some of his stories and help promote his books and uh, let him help us eviscerate the Trump cult. That would be fun. But uh, yeah, so parting shots. Joe, I'll let you go first. Well, this comes under the the, the, the cover of uh, don't try this at home and don't try 
home remedies that you made up. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, a guy tried to inject himself with his own semen to cure his back pain. Yeah. Oh. This is so disgusting. Do and this one time no, at band camp, no. I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Sorry. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Dude. And as it turns out, injecting yourself with your own semen does not do anything for back pain. Male semen. <laughs> so you should never do this. But apparently this guy, let's see, he was 33 years old, uh, took himself to the hospital with some back pain after lifting something heavy. And when the doctors examined him, they found a red swollen spot in his right arm. Jesus. Male semen. <laughs> As it turns out, he had been injecting his own spunk. <laughs> male semen <laughs> into his arm male he semen the vi- he kept missing the vein <laughs> and he had a big lump of semen on That's his smart. arm oh, this is God. God. <laughs> he's smart he's smart, smart. <laughs> not like male everybody semen. says like um, I injected I myself with semen smart. <laughs> not like everybody says so he's be- he was doing this for 18 months. 18 months? 18 months <laughs> he had been in which took a lot of doing. A lot of filling of cups and, and, and <laughs> syringes. A lot of coming I, and doing. Well, you know, the thing is, his name was just so good. He kept, he kept missing the syringe. <laughs> so when they had is it in? Them, is it in? Forearm. So, there's never been before a reported case of semen injection for medical treatment. Um, reported. 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 Um, <clears throat> they gave him antibiotics. And, Male he semen. He charged himself, declining to have the semen removed from his from his arm. Male semen. <laughs> So I would imagine <coughs> that we should watch this story nine months from now. Oh, wow. No, no Joe, no. God, Maybe we should. Joe. We'll follow this up sometime in September. <laughs> and when, and when to think, that's... When his arm gives birth. <laughs> that's the... Uh... <laughs> God. It's not... It's... it's Whoa. It's a... Uh... He grows an extra dick-shaped finger. Congratulations, <laughs> it's a bukkake. Don't say penis in this. House. I meant to say penis, um, yes. but yeah. It was so good. you know, get yourself a little cup, a little syringe, and uh, if you have some back pain, what the hell? Male semen. <laughs> I will uh, post the. Uh, <laughs> I will post the uh, link in the uh, in the chat in case. Oh, thank wants you, thank you so much. I'm to do this, but by the way, don't do what he did. Don't miss the vein because it'll cause a, a an abscess. Oh, really? <sighs> don't miss the vein. That's your medical advice. Male semen to <laughs> missing his vein. Making sure he that meant- you put your sperm That's into smart. your muscle fiber. That's what he did. He wasn't smart. What the hell? He wasn't smart. Uh, by the way, it didn't, doesn't help back pain. So I sure hope no. Joe doesn't talk about the semen cookbook on the next uh, show. Oh my god. The next show? 
Yeah, on Tuesday. I sure hope you don't look go do a Google church for a semen cookbook and talk about that next week. Go do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. All right, uh, Rain, okay. your parting shot. It's the um, beans in there or whatever. I, I had a small parting shot, but now I have a little smaller one. Ten minutes ago, the occupant of the White House sent out a tweet. And the tweet was, remember, it was BuzzFeed that released the totally discredited dossier paid for by crooked Hillary Clinton and the Democrats as opposition research on which the entire Russian probe is based. A very sad day for journalism, but a great day for our country. Oh. Um, okay, so I know I have to make this quick, but... Mm. Hillary Clinton didn't pay for the dossier. It was a Republican. Um, nothing in the do- dossier has been disproved. Yep. And um, it wasn't the basis of the FISA warrant. No, no, no. It was. I can't remember the name of the uh, the. <clears throat> oh gosh, I can't remember the. I. It doesn't matter. It wasn't. Hillary Clinton, who paid for this originally, they picked it up, and it doesn't matter. Nothing in the dossier has been disproven. So shut up, yes, Donald yes. Trump. I need uh, to address something. World Net Daily paid for it. Yeah, I. Well, no, it wasn't World Net Daily. Um, no, it wasn't. Uh, but I gotta. I, I gotta. I wish I could remember the name of it, but I, I gotta say, I gotta address a comment in the chat. Living long. Free Island Beacon. Said, Free Beacon. Li- yeah. Free Beacon. But living on Long Island says, we got rid of Mad Libs for this. No, we didn't get rid of Mad Libs. We're just kind of taking a break because, as everybody knows, things have been a little crazy around these parts. So um, I've been a little stressed. It's really hard for me to to write shit down, especially when we do a game when we had Bob on, Bob Blackburn, for, you know, who goes there. I can't do Mad Libs in a game in one night. So when we don't have games, I'll do Mad Libs when I'm not so stressed out. So don't worry, Livin. They're coming back. I know you understand. I just wanted to address that real quick. So, um, okay, uh, uh, Bobber, uh, you get the, the final word on tonight's program. So I, I was just uh, reading an article that's kind of amusing that uh, <clears throat> you know, the – the shutdown with all the workers on furlough, all the government workers on furlough, um, it's, I guess it's, it isn't really obvious, but, you know, Trump actually lives in government housing and, um, you know, the, the staff there, there is normally about 80 people that work there that work the White House and it's down to like 20. And mm. uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's having to wander around this empty, empty big empty white house and feeling all sorry for himself and it's it's all his own doing and uh you, you know i wonder how long he's going to be able to hold out when he's so you know used to being so catered to who's going to clean up all the short spots oh no hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> and and leftover big max and oh skidmark Oh yeah, Trump's gonna be eating on those. For, he's gonna be eating on those for weeks. I like, I like. Refrigerator, pull one out and pop it in the microwave. Oh yeah, I like how Joe kind of slid in there gently. The skid marks. 
Hello, Skidmark, my old friend. <laughs> it's like he cleans his big, dirty asshole. He just drags his ass on, on a rug. A big, like dirty a ass. Um, somebody the big, dirty ass. Somebody send him to Mar-a-Lago to go golf. Wow. Seriously, yeah. just go. Get could out. You, could you just picture him on a rug dr- pulling his feet, dragging his ass on a rug to wipe <laughs> yes, his ass? That's I can, the, that's that the, bothers me. That's the tr- <laughs> you know, and you know what? That's how the Trump cult prayer rugs are made because all the cultists lean down and sniff the skin marks. When he's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they lose the skin marks. Yeah, they huff that. They huff it. So there you go, kids. There's skid marks on the rug. (laughs) I hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, I know we had fun. Skid marks on the prayer rug. Well, no, uh, it's not a prayer rug. uh, It's not a Trump cult prayer rug until there's a skid mark on it. Then then they all kneel to huff it. So, um, you know, they they, they walk behind him with their hands out. And and, and when he farts or sharts in him, then they they immediately throw their hands up to their face. And they're like... Ah, oh, fat Donnie shart in my hands again. Uh, wow, this is that's just disgusting. I'm sorry. It's like a dark turn, man. Well, well, well. We hit a ditch and we broke the axle. I know. God Almighty. God save us all. All right, uh, that's a. I don't really have anything else to add except thanks to Bob Blackburn for being on. Uh, get well soon, Dad. Um, I sure hope he wasn't listening tonight. <laughs> um, and uh, I'll be talking to him tomorrow. I'll keep everybody posted with updates and everything. Uh, every show we have, he sends his best wishes and love to everybody. He can't wait to be, be back with us. So um, yeah, Kenny Pick Senior. This one's for you. Just ignore all that stuff we just talked about, charts and stuff. But, uh, yeah, all right. See everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Why can't I remember?